0: from my heart and from my
1: hand why don't people understand my intention be happy 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 thanksgiving eve everybody and welcome back to sneaker peak podcast season seven episode nine my name is cj and i'll try my best not to shit the bed tonight It's going to be a difficult ride. As usual, please hit that like button, subscribe button, notification button here on YouTube. Do all of those here. We appreciate that, and it definitely helps us out. You know the monetizing wizards are out there fucking shooting their spells at us like a motherfucker. Five stars on Apple Music and Apple Podcasts, and leave us some feedback anywhere, good or bad. We don't give a shit. Just let us know what you think, and maybe we'll respond. It's up to your attitude, I guess. You already know how it goes, SPP fam, sneakers, music, sports, movies, and we want to hear from all of you, so chime in, chat now, or comments later. Bless your buns. We are so excited to be here with you guys again this Thanksgiving Eve. We hope you have a safe holiday, of course. As I said before, my name is CJ, and this is Sneaker Peak Podcast Season 7, Episode 8. Tune in and burn out with the Trash Talk Boys. Let's get it. (laughs) boys, welcome in. I did not fuck that intro up once, kiss my ass, but I did get us monetized a couple of times, so we're booted down the line. Uh, You know, Joey, always a pleasure to see you. What the fuck is up, my friend?
2: All smiles, right? All smiles, likewise. Happy to see you guys. Uh, Happy early Thanksgiving. Gobble, gobble. Let's roll. Joey is blazed
3: out of his (laughs) fucking skull right now.
2: <laughs> no, I'm good. No, man. I will be shortly. We'll okay, I was going to say, solar, no, you're either like, higher, or yeah. you look tired, but
1: no offense, obviously.
2: Working, yeah, I've been, like I mentioned, I've been uh, working hard on and off the hardwood, so I'm happy well, to have hey. the next few days off.
1: We're here for you, baby. And uh, sorry it's late, but we love you and thank you for being here, my friend. Thank you, thank you. And, Chili, uh, you don't look
4: the same wired, but you look awake. That's a plus thanks i guess that sounds like it might have been a compliment i'm not sure thanks man i'm doing good i was doing some customs this week i feel weird bringing it up with tom in with us right now i don't want to suffer that comparison but thank you cj for sending those clips it kind of got me back in the mood
1: yes fuck yeah man me and chili were talking on the back you know nine about some weird customs and shit and that's right tom bowman you saw the post he is here tonight folks in the green room train how Mm -hmm. the fuck are you feeling right now
3: uh, good. Uh, by the way, I just want to throw this out there, Chili. You look fucking good. Did it you get hot. a tan
4: or something? What the fuck is up with you? Just changed the lighting. Nothing. Shit. you
3: are looking right, good baby. Vibes. Keep that. Yeah, good shit. Uh, this is where you chime in and say, "Well, you look better," and I say, "Well, I know." Uh, yeah, I'm good. Uh, we were backstage. I showed everyone, including Tom, my balls because I got yep. a vasectomy, and we'll talk about it later. <laughs> Woo! What a sight. But no yeah, joke, good
1: to be yeah. here. He Holy has got shit. literal blue balls, folks, and I so saw you thought them. You've and seen it,
2: it all. Like, yeah, God. yeah. It's, that's an image that. They're... We're
1: here to bring you Woo. the best news. Train got his ball snipped, and we saw him, and they're fucking bruised, guys. Uh, let's not pussyfoot around this Yikes. anymore. Mister Tom Bullman at Bullman Tattoons and at Bull Airs is here right now. It is time. Let's chat.
2: Yeah. Love it. There you go. Nice. Is that intro. skeletor?
3: <laughs> I, think
2: I think Tom you're Tom, muted, Tom you're man. muted.
3: Just want to let you know. It's ah, all good. You're mute. There he is. Ah,
5: there <laughs> there are. Mumra. Mumra, bitches.
1: Mumra. Thundercats. I was in fucking Masters of Yes, Mumra. <laughs> 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 fucking tight. Tom Bowman, yeah. folks. Welcome to the Whoa, show, my friend.
5: Getting <laughs> yeah. Got That's right Jack Daniels. <laughs> Oh, no, well, well, you, you know go.
1: wendy and jack go way back okay, right i'm, get, I'm
5: getting mm. ready for gobble gobble day
1: fuck yeah dude and thank you for joining us this fantastic well, thanksgiving thank you for
5: eve
1: me. the honor is all ours my friend and dude i'm just gonna go ahead and say it you're a fucking tattoo artist you do custom sneakers what else happens in the life of tom bullman tell us
5: i used to play in bands and tour and stuff too so i used to do all that, that makes too. sense yeah, I'm a I'm a man of many talents. Hopefully a master of all Definitely. of them, but
1: I try. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jack of all trades, master of none. <laughs>
5: Hopefully we, re- we well, reverse that. Master of re- all. Yeah, master there of all, go.
1: jack of no trades. <laughs> exactly. Right we were- on. Well, Tom, thank you so much for being on. It's an absolute pleasure. I'm just going to kick this straight over to
2: Mr. Joey Days. Do you have a question for Tom fucking Bullman? I do, Tom, thanks again for being on. Um, so as CJ mentioned, you have your hand in a lot of different things. I just wanted to know specifically, yeah, definitely, how you made the leap from tattoo, tattooing into uh, shoes, into making custom shoes. I mean, was it just hand in hand? Because obviously, you've always been a sneakerhead or into sneakers. Or uh, just tell us how that progression, how you made that leap. Yeah, so
5: I've been, if you don't know, I've been, I'm a tattoo artist for 15 plus years. Um, Kind of made my a name for myself with that. I, I was lucky enough to be featured on Ink Master season nine, and then uh, their offshoot show called Grudge Match, which was on Paramount Plus. Um, awesome. And in the since COVID hit, um, that's when a lot of the quarantines and shutdowns and all the other bullshit happened, where basically, uh, you know, my job is to touch people. And uh, you know, you know, like it sounds weird, I know, <laughs> but uh in, in quarantine and uh, and all this other shit, you're not supposed to touch people. So I was kind of out of a job for a little while. So I kind of needed to like pivot my, my whole my whole job, my whole career. So um I kind of switched and was doing like fan art and commissions and I do a lot of caricatures, so I was doing that, but it really doesn't pay the bills as much as, like, a good tattoo would, um, and then I'm friends with, I don't know if you're familiar with the shoe surgeon, I'm sure you probably are, um, I'm friends with Dom, 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 I've been, we go back and forth, he wanted to get tattooed by me and stuff like that, and finally he just convinced me, he's like, hey man, why don't you, why don't you just take one of my courses, see if you like it, see if it's something that, you know, you can, you know, flex your creativity with, because I think you do, do really well, and, um, that was like the best and worst thing that ever happened to me because uh, I got super into it, and as you, as you see, I've i I mean I've only been professionally making shoes since May, and uh, I think uh, I grabbed the bull bull grabbed the bull horns. Uh, yeah, I can't talk. I'm yeah.
2: <laughs> no, I got you. Pun intended. I'm trying to work sure. I, grabbed yeah, the bull, that with, um... I
5: grabbed this bull man by the bull horns, and it, it, hell yeah. It was just, Every time I release a shoe or I release a custom, like I get hit with like 50, 50 freaking emails saying, hey, I want something like that. So I've now pivoted from doing tattoos all the time We're now I only tattoo like once a month and I'm doing shoes all the time now. So yeah. that's kind of what I was trying to say in a long-winded, uh, idiotic way.
2: No, definitely. appreciate hey. that for sure. I think I remember – was that when uh, when you were working with the shoe surgeon? Was that when you did that uh, Air Jordan 1 Wolverine?
5: Yes. Yeah, that was the first one I did.
2: Awesome. Yeah, I remember seeing that going <laughs> around. A few of my buddies and I were talking about that. that was awesome, man. That was uh, great it. work. I was a big fan of that. Um, awesome. Let me pass this along to uh, Chili. Chili, you got something here? I got a few. I don't want this to count as one of my questions. I don't... Do it so, up, how ma- Don't be shy. <laughs>
4: do what you want. Yeah. Huh. How many of those Dr. Manhattans did you make, and do you have any left?
5: Uh, I... Actually, I, I made three of them. Um... And the one guy, uh, what size are you? Thirteen. Oh, never mind. Uh, oh, dude, one... I got so excited. <laughs> Fuck. Two two damn people it. ordered it, and one guy um, actually said, "Hey, I can't afford this right now," so he never ended up paying me for it. But I have a, I have another nine and a half.
4: So you could squeeze Ooh. your feet into a nine and a half. Oh my god, dude! I got an instant stomachache. I was hoping you were going to say twelve or thirteen.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Goddamn. damn! I, I,
5: I got a little 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 uh, sample feet, so I wear a nine and a half. Beautiful. Nice. Good size, Same. Yeah.
2: For me too. I'm a nine and a half as well.
5: That's the right cool. size.
4: Uh my for real actual official question is um you got a ton of different uh movies, brands, whatever that you've worked with so far or that you've incorporated, is what's on the top of your list? What's in your radar for things that you'd like to incorporate?
5: Hmm. I mean mine always will always be Ninja Turtles. I'm just a huge shellhead. Um, so you're always going to find me doing Ninja Turtles stuff on top of that. It's usually Star Wars because I mean, I have a stormtrooper in my throat. My whole chest is Darth Vader, my head. I mean, everything I got pretty much is Star Wars tattoos. So it's like, it's, it's Ninja Turtles, Star Wars, and then probably some Marvel stuff, you know, that's kind of like Ghostbusters too. The new Ghostbusters movie is amazing. Um, so yeah, those are kind of like the four,
4: the top four right there. I'm afraid to ask, but, uh, Star Trek.
5: Uh, I like Star Trek too. I I, uh, I grew up with the Next Generation, so that's <laughs> Oof, that's my there my he goes. Butter. Yeah, I'm There's, not one of those. Chili's nerds. hard. I'm mm-hmm. not one of those nerds. that's like fuck Star Trek. I like Star. I like them both. They're both like one's action packed, one one's more like sci-fi, like nitty gritty science of it. And I like I like both of them for their own reasons.
4: Fuck yeah! All right, train brain.
3: Yeah, uh, yeah, Tom. Thanks for being on, dude. Super appreciate it. So uh, I, I have a couple questions here since everyone else was asking fucking fifty questions. Uh, <laughs> number one, I see you have a ton of figures in the back there. Uh, are you? Are they NECA Super Seven? Like what? What's what's the? Is there a figure that you go to more than the other or a brand?
5: Um, wow, the ones that are in the background here. I don't know. Let me see. You might be able to see. Oh, here we go. If you see like above the top, damn. Those Holy are all like vintage, vintage carded figures for the most part. Damn. All my Star Wars stuff. I don't know if you can see. I can't really see the camera.
4: I saw a hoverboard.
1: Yeah. He saw yeah. a hoverboard.
5: I mean it goes all the way around. So um but yeah, um, so my when it comes to collecting, my thing is is I, I get the toys that I had when I was a kid. That you know, I was dumb and opened opened them up and played with them like you know a normal kid. Um, so I get the ones that I had, and then I keep them in the package and I get a nice acrylic case and I put them on the shelf. Um, For sure, stuff, the stuff behind me right here, most of that is Hot Toys, the one six scale or um, Sideshow Collectibles one six scale. Those are like those are like my crack. I have a I have a couple over here. Let's see. Damn,
1: Sideshows like, and Hot Toys, those guys just Back to the is. Future.
5: You know, part of that trilogy <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, train. Well, it was, He's forced
1: uh, to watch it now in its entirety. Oh, wow. I, I watched that,
5: hand. and I heard that, and I was like, yo, I, uh, no, you were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yes!
3: <laughs> Thank fuck. Okay, that's fair. That's fair, absolutely. Uh, okay, so, and then I would be um, an asshole if I didn't ask this, because I know a lot of people are, would wonder... What's your favorite Star Wars? Which which uh I'm not even gonna fucking call them that yeah, no, which um, movie.
5: Mine actually funny enough, um, is Rogue One. Rogue One is my favorite. Okay. Yeah, it it's, yeah. it's, it's it's exactly what I what I wanted to see when Disney took over and it and we got exactly what we wanted. It's not a happy ending at the end. It's just dark and gritty. Um the, they the planted
1: stick, right in the middle of exactly, the originals.
5: And, and the sequel trilogy, I thought, was garbage. Like it's, It was nice to look at, and the visuals were great, but it's a perfect example of they didn't have a good, clear storyline planned. They didn't know what the fuck they were doing the entire time and fucked it up the entire way, but it looked great on screen. But um, as far as the movies, Rogue One, The Mandalorian's amazing. That show is just hands down like amazing. Um, even the Han Solo movie wasn't that bad. Did we need it? Not really. Um, but it wasn't bad at all. And um, Childish Gambino playing Lando was fucking on point. Mm-hmm. So good. For sure. Yeah.
3: Okay. Yeah, mine uh, definitely is probably the last Jedi. I mean, without a fucking question. So, oh, no, my God. best friend is like a die-hard Star Wars guy, <laughs> and he said that that boils his blood when people say that. It's like, dude, you shut the fuck up. So that was for him. He probably just okay. punches fucking radio he was listening to this on. um So anyway, okay, and now that's out of the way. That's uh, I have never seen it. So, but I'm with you. It sounds good. Now let's to the talk the matter on foot. A little bit about the collection behind you. So you stood up when we were in the green room and you walked around. <laughs> so you had the Voorhees Dunk Highs, which were one of the best, but what am I seeing on the bottom left there? what, what oh, yeah. am I seeing? Which one? This one? Yeah. No, no, the, the one to the Yes, those guys. Oh that ah.
5: is... So it is official. That those are but those are the universal um, they sell them at Universal Studios back in the day. Mm-hmm. Those were the 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 the, uh, the, 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 the Nike Max. Um, but yep. they they don't come. They didn't come with the Nike swooshes on them because Universal didn't have the rights to those. But those are the wow. official. You know, they cost 150 bucks when you bought them through Universal Studios online.
3: Still super tight, though. Even the yeah. story behind him, exactly right, without the swooshes, I think nice. it makes it tight, too. That's just a yeah. really cool story behind him. Now, through everything that you have right there on the wall, what would you say is your favorite pair?
5: Um... Uh, just because I love... My favorite <coughs> childhood cartoon is My Pet Monster, and these My Pet Monster... Um, god Dun- damn Dun- unbelievable
3: detail data.
5: yeah
1: that Bull Air's emblem on that fucking heel dude get the fuck <laughs> out of here that is so fucking sick
5: yeah I mean, that, insane that's, detail it's got like a
1: is
3: that corduroy?
5: corduroy like his, like his chest yeah Awesome detail. Awesome.
3: Super yeah. awesome detail. Oh my God. And you're wearing the strawberry coughs. At a boy. <laughs> well done. All right. I'm going to dish it over, CJ. Go ahead. God
1: damn it. Man, Tom, you got the memo and then some. You also got a dose of trains nutsack. So you know how. Yeah, it goes. I got a
5: little bit of all, <laughs> everything.
1: <laughs> Man, welcome in. Uh, dude, just from one guy to another that's I mean, I'm just learning to be in the hands-on business. Like, I'm in beauty school, learning to do hair. I really love cutting hair and doing that shit, making people look fresh. I mean, Are you having, doing
5: the, bar- the barber thing?
1: Uh, kind of. I'm doing cosmetology. I'm going to do everything. Ladies' cuts, men's cuts. I don't want to limit myself. The sky's yeah. the limit, right? But having the tattoo thing shut down and then transforming your entire, like, way you take income in... To sneakers and stuff too. Like, as Scary. a creative mind, exactly, it's fucking terrifying. How how do you keep yourself zen in the midst of all this chaos? Like, do you meditate? Do you work out? I mean, what keeps uh, you centered? Is it just getting sloshed on Wendy's Coke and fucking? Uh, you know,
5: yes. And uh, okay. no, uh I'm blessed that I have an assistant now. Um, I've known him for a long time. I've actually tattooed him. His name's Alejandro. And he is a fucking godsend. This dude literally, like, gets all the mail orders ready. He'll box up all my orders. He'll e- email, uh, you know, clients saying, hey, here's your tracking number. Like, this guy is a fucking godsend. So, Alejandro, if you're watching, he probably is because he's playing Twitch and stuff like that. Um, yeah. But uh, you're fucking amazing. Um, the dude, like, takes so much um, stress off, off of me. Like, without him, I definitely couldn't do this. Um, so luckily he came into the game really early when I was, you know, when things were starting to really pop off and, uh, blessed with him. And then a lot of it is just, um, you know, I got three kids and when I come to work, when I come to my office, that's like, that's my Zen time. Cause I'm kind of away from the kids. I get to listen to my music or watch a podcast or, you know, whatever. And I just paint shoes, make shoes, all that good stuff. So that's kind of like my Zen. And then when I go home, I want to pull my hair out. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, then the wendy's coat comes out <laughs>
1: there you go god damn it man and i i'd love to see the fun colors and stuff on your hair and all that kind of shit well, so. right now
5: right now it's shade
1: yeah good man hey you know what if you got a tattooed skull you can go the yeah. bald shaved look yeah fuck yeah dude right on well dude i'm just gonna pass it up
2: to mr joey days you got another question
1: for mr tom bullman yeah
2: there you go yeah yeah for (laughs) sure uh this is kind of uh i noticed you had the um full blackout sleeve yeah you uh could you talk about that a little bit i mean that's something that i've noticed has become really big and i just uh want to know the story like some information someone that personally has it like what's the approach with that and everything i know there's been some listeners too that have inquired too so uh if you will please
5: <clears throat> yeah so some people just like to get it because it looks cool and that's totally okay. me <laughs> <laughs> okay straight I, I, up. I i had both my sleeves done when i was you know 18 and I'm 42 now so like it was in the late 90s and um they were they, they're great sleeves for the time I, I went to professional studios and like during you know the early 2000s i was like my god those sleeves are awesome um but you know 20 years later you kind of get bored of them uh, and I, I just didn't want to get them touched up and still kind of look at them. So I, I have a lot of friends that all have blacked out sleeves. I was like, man, that looks really good because it's just so simple. And you can wear anything with it because black goes with anything. And uh, Definitely. I just like the simplicity of it. I, but there are some people out there and usually there's a joke in the industry. It's called a piercer sleeve. So uh, I, have you ever heard that term before?
2: I have not, no.
5: So a piercer sleeve yeah. is basically a piercer that you know worked at all these tattoo shops and they'd always let the apprentice (laughs) practice on them so eventually they had so much shit on their arms that the tattoo art the tattoo artist in the shop would would black out their arm and they would just call it a piercer sleeve so okay so everybody jokes to me like oh i love your piercer sleeve how long did you pierce i'm like well i did pierce the first year (laughs) year, but uh, i don't pierce
2: Gotcha. Nice. Thank you, but some
5: people, some people do like they get the whole blacked out thing because they like the tribal and like this weird nature thing with it. I mean, if that's your thing, cool. But it's just I, I think it looks cool. Simple as that. (laughs) Fuck. Awesome.
2: No, I appreciate. Thank you for that insight, Uh, Train. You got anything uh, here? Well, yeah, I mean,
3: god damn. So, okay, <laughs> we'll, let's let's get into, let's get a little into Ink Masters, okay? So we talked a little bit Steak earlier, history. I asked you, yeah, so I, and I always wanted to know, I was like, alright, so the weirdest looking dude on the dais that had the worst fucking tattoos was Dave Navarro, so I was like, this guy has got to be a fucking peckerhead in real life, there's no way this guy's a good dude, and you said he was
5: fucking <laughs> awesome. Amazing. Dave okay. is Dave is the nicest fucking dude you've ever met in your life. Like he you would think that cuz he's such a big rock star that he would have a rock star attitude and he doesn't. Like while you're filming, there's a lot of downtime when you're filming scenes and you'll have to just like, you know, stay at your mark and sit down like on the floor on on like a little, you know, uh, ledge and you'd be waiting for 10 to 15 minutes while they reset a scene and Dave would come over and he'd talk to every single person down the line and be like, "Hey, how's your day going? What are you up to?" And then, you know, like I think by episode five or six, um, there was a scene that wasn't in the in the my uh, the, the one episode where I took off my shirt and I pretended like I was gonna fight somebody, and Dave saw this the Darth Vader on my chest. He's like, "Hey, you like Star Wars?" And I'm like, "Yeah, Dave, I like Star dude. Wars." He's like, <laughs> I love Star Wars, and then we just started talking about Star Wars for like thirty minutes. It was fucking awesome. <laughs> God, it's okay, like, dude, honestly, that's awesome. Honestly, he's like the nicest dude. And like when I got kicked off the show. I was walking by his dressing room, and he was getting his nose powdered, and uh, he's just like, hey, man, if I'm ever up in Syracuse, I'd love to have dinner with you, and I'm like, dude, fuck yeah, so, like, I mean, he he really makes, you know, makes it known that he he really is invested and wants to get to know everybody, and, and really, he's a genuinely nice dude, so... That's cool.
3: That's good to know. And he had sex a lot with my future wife, Carmen Electra. So it's good to know that he was a good guy. So, um, And also another question about Ink Master. How did it make you feel as an artist to be judged by guys that couldn't do certain styles? Like Nunez judging people (laughs) about new school or Oliver Peck talking about people doing (laughs) portraits. It's like, this fucking guy can't do them. Like, let's see you do it, you little fucking shrimp. Like, how did that make you feel?
5: Uh, it's definitely, so you have like two different, um, types of people that come on the show. You have the people that come on and they go, I'm here because I'm invited because I'm the best tattoo artist in the country. And that's why I'm here. And then you have the the other people like me and some of these other people that are players. We realize that we're characters on a show and we're here just to give the network what they want. And that's what the network wants. That's why they, you know, you go through these casting and all these interviews and stuff that you have to do and they want to see that you're. You know, whatever you, whatever you want to portray, that's that's your character. And I'm just like the I was the fat bald guy that wanted to yell at people. So I and I knew that, (laughs) and I knew that. So uh, when you come down there and you realize that they're just playing a character themselves, and them judging you is they're not really judging you. Like I, everybody was like, oh, you must have learned so much on Ink Master. I didn't learn a goddamn thing because they didn't teach me anything. You just you do you do your tattoos. You get. Critiqued for 45 minutes. So, so when you see it on, on when you see it on the TV, you see like five second clips. You're down there for 45 minutes. They oh. they tell you 20 minutes of why they loved everything you did. And then they do 20 minutes of why they hate everything that you did. So then when you walk back up to the podium, you're like, I don't know if I just won this competition or if I lost this competition. <laughs> so they, they, wow. and then they, they would tell you that you know you were, you you're getting sent home. You're very shocked because you don't They they confuse the fuck out of you the entire time.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Holy shit. Okay. Yeah, that's crazy. It's Um, it always. I mean, you know, I know you were on TV. I myself am also a big TV celebrity. I was on uh, the Dating Game next. On (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Yeah, wow. all right, burn, good, nice. <laughs> Chris Hansen Great got that show. ass. Great fucking show. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Uh, I was actually on a dating show called Next on MTV. So oh, legit. No big fucking was, was that was you the bus? The
2: bus that pulled yeah.
3: up,
5: right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so did you know, walked big... walk right off the bus and they just go, Next. Yes, that
3: is what happened. I walked (laughs) off in my underwear. I cut a corner. She said she wanted a baddie, not a flabby or some shit like that. I was like, fuck you, you bitch. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, I know where you're coming from as being a big TV celebrity. So I totally get it. Very cool. (laughs) Jilly, go ahead, bud. Let's throw it over to you.
4: Well, I wasn't gonna necessarily go there, but I was. They did come to me for a close-up during a WWF wrestling match in like the late '80s, early '90s. So, legendary, Le- equal it's footing. In the,
5: it's in the audience hall of fame. It's legendary.
4: <laughs> yeah, and then I saw it when I was at a trailer park in the early '90s <laughs> when I was hanging out with CMAS. I, I was like, "Oh, that's me! I'm on with TV with with the mullet." That is legendary. <laughs> Holy yeah, shit. secret is, is so. though.
1: Yeah, chili. Yeah, chili I'm wasn't sure on. That. Chili wasn't on WWF or WWE. He was on fucking WCW. <laughs> WWF. Yes,
5: <son> <laughs>
3: real quick, and I wanted to ask a real quick question too, Tom. Can you, what were some bands that you were in back in the day?
5: Oh yeah, uh, I was in a band called They Slate They Dream. Which uh, most of these bands were like kind of pop punky emo screamo a little bit. I was in a band called Museums. Uh, I was in a band called I Dreamer in Verona. Um, I used to. There's a band that's actually still around now called Ice Nine Kills. Oh yeah, I, I was a base, the bass tech for them. So I used to go on tour with them. Um, Ooh, I used nice. To, when I wasn't like touring with my own bands, I would go on tour with you know other more well-known bands and be like a tech or a roadie and stuff like that too.
4: Sick as fuck. All right, Chili, go ahead. Smart so. man. Oh, okay, I thought you were gonna hit him with uh, the top three guitarists. You know what? I don't put you under the gun. All good. Uh, you know, as far as customs are concerned. Do you have? Are you? Do you feel like it's kind of like going from first class back to coach? Do you even go for general releases anymore?
5: I don't even. You mean like with when Nike drops like some the eighth time that they release the fucking two colors of uh, Air Jordan ones? I don't. Even, no, I don't even fuck with that. It, it, one, I've I have never one, gotten a W on the sneakers app ever, ever. So I, I just gave up on that piece of shit. It fucking sucks. <laughs> And then if I mean, I've just come to the point where if I want like like the Gundams that came out, I got those. You know, I spent four hundred bucks on those. You know,
1: congratulations um, on your expense. I love expense.
5: them. I love them, so I'll I'll get them. You know, I could make them. You know, what I mean? but those ones I want I wanted those ones really bad. So you know, when it's stuff like that, I'll definitely you know I'll pay the re- the resale if I have to. But for the most part, yeah, there you go. You got it. That's my favorite one right there. For the most part, like, all the Nike shoes that are coming out lately, and, and this even goes with Adidas, except Adidas just released those South Park shoes, and they actually look pretty good. Um, but for the most part, all the shoes are just so fucking boring. They're just not not original. They, they have these licensings, and they just don't do anything with it. Like, it's just... You you pay all this money to have the right to sell these characters and this property, and you just it's so like mm-hmm. like did you see that those Adidas um this uh the Sarlacc pet the the Mandalorian shoes that came out did you see those? Yeah. How mm-hmm. fucking boring yes. is they just put little. Weak as shit. It's, it's fucking horrible. Like yep. I can do so much more with that. I will you know say that? though,
1: these though, the Chewbaccas.
5: Yes, those those were great. These are good. And even that the Han Solo ones that had the belt buckle going across was really good. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So like sometimes they're on it and other times they just drop the ball.
3: And it seems well, like I believe that Nike or Adidas has the licensing for Star Wars, but Nike tries to pull these fucking super weak pairs. Like they like the one you're talking about. They just did the Starlac Pit Prestos. Starlack Pit Prestos fucking weak no one wants that shit no one's i don't give a fuck who they try to say it's after if there's no branding on it we will like what the fuck are you doing it's just a tan shoe and no one wants that shit so i get it
5: exactly
3: weak great point great
1: point all right right on well fuck man i'm just gonna throw it back uh tom you know being in the industry of shoes you took a class, you're kind of in it now. What the fuck is that like? I mean, obviously I have no idea. I don't make shoes, but like what is a regular drop for you like?
5: Um, well, I mean, when I first was getting started, which it which is crazy cuz like I I've done a couple conventions now where I was just doing sneakers you know, like showing and promoting. And everyone's like, my God, these are amazing. I'm, I'm going to pat myself in the back. But they're like, oh, my God, these are amazing. Uh, how long have you been doing this for? I'm like, since May of <laughs> this year. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, if, you know any, if you know me uh, and if you get to know me, anything that I do, I'm like 200%, you know, like times a thousand, like obsessed with. So the second I got into doing the class with Dom, you know, I I went online and I and I was watching as many YouTube videos as I could. I actually went to Joanne Fabrics and I, I took a class with a bunch of old ladies. Literally like 75-year-old women were teaching me how to sew and loop and do all this crazy shit. I was like the only tattooed punker in there. It was it was pretty funny. <laughs> um, I'm just like obsessed. My my wife will say like when I when I get like tunnel vision so I just was obsessed from the second I said, yep, yeah, this is what I'm doing. So, you know, till now and beyond I'm obsessed with it. I'm just, I'm gung ho. I'm all in. So. Hell um, yeah.
1: Well, fuck yeah. man. Rightfully so. You're absolutely crushing the game. And I love seeing some of the pairs that come out. I mean, the spike Spiegel's like how stoked are you? And have you watched? Cause I haven't. So don't spoil it. You motherfucker. But the cowboy bebop series,
5: uh, I watched the whole series. I loved it. Um, you know, I yes. a couple fan groups online, and you got the the true anime freaks. That you know, oh, it's horrible. Uh, you know, they they messed it up. Um, You know, I read the manga. I I, I watched the anime. It's not the same thing, but I'm cool with that. Like, I just want content. I just want, you know, it's like a reboot. Um, So the anime guys on all the Facebook groups need to shut the fuck up because they're they're worrying too much about stupid little shit. Just enjoy it. You know what I mean? Like, I hate a a lot of the new Star Wars that came out of that sequel trilogy, but I still fucking enjoy the sequel trilogy. It's not my favorite, but I fucking enjoy it. So, like, just be happy you fucking Spikes Meagle on TV. (laughs)
1: yes fuck yeah and well said man again just to say and pat yourself on the back i'll pat you too man good fucking work those spikes were unbelievably rad uh i'm just gonna toss it back up to joey man anything else from mr tom bowman i'm yeah i still like uh,
2: starstruck yeah no definitely tom if you just give us uh uh three shoes in your current rotation that uh you enjoy wearing right now
5: uh, I got these strawberry coughs on right now. I fucking love these things. Um, yeah. What else? Tomorrow I'm going to wear the the, uh, the concept. Terfer- what are they? So Those fucking. Tur-Duncan.
1: Turduncans.
5: Turduncans. Yes, I'm wearing those Train your muted. Yeah, I'm Train has those. those I'm nice. I'm wearing those tomorrow in, in honor of the turkey gobbler day. Um, Very appropriate. What else? A lot of times, I, I just like I'm I'm constantly like breaking in and sampling my own shoes, just so I can kind of okay, wear test them and sense. See, uh, see how they're feeling and stuff like that. So, I would say you know the, the those two shoes and then my own shoes, just because I'm fucking wear testing them.
2: Awesome, appreciate it, man.
4: I saw yeah. one of the shoes that you uh, I think I thought it was one of yours, and then I looked a bit closer in the description, and it was a pickup, uh, the Back to the Future Air Max ones. Holy shit, man, those look good.
5: Oh yeah, yeah, those are yeah, uh, down there. Yeah, those are fucking. Um, Do you pick up a lot tragic, of other people's artists? Tragic. Yeah, I try to support. Um, you know, I try to support other yeah. artists and stuff like that because they're fucking killing it too, and we're all in this together. And I will say that the community, as a whole, is so much more inviting and engaging, and um, we all talk to each other. We have a clubhouse meeting every Friday, where we all get on and we all talk to each other and we all ask questions and. Everything from social market marketing to, you know, how much you, we all think we should be charging for our work. And um, I never got anything like that with tattooing. Like, tattooing is very, like, close to the chest. Nobody wants to tell you any, any fucking secrets. Closed mouth. Yeah. But with um, sneaker uh, community, with customs and reconstructions, and everybody's so fucking nice. And everybody talks to each other. And it's, uh, it's a totally different environment. And I fucking love it
1: seriously i mean heartwarming at least we got something good going on in the sneaker community rather than all these fucking shootings over jordan ones or something uh that was a shit show man dude it's unbelievable and the last one at the shoe palace with the fucking kid that just worked there and the guy was getting a raffle ticket couldn't get his raffle ticket shot the guy unbelievably heartbreaking and it just really discourages you from the whole thing and i i mean you've never had somebody getting (laughs) shot over a tattoo right
5: not recently unless unless they, they didn't <laughs> unless they didn't pay after they got done tattooing I've I, mm-hmm. I've seen that
1: Good answer. Good answer. Good fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah. answer. Don't jit yeah, the no, master. Yeah, exactly. Tom, I just
3: wanted to I just wanted to throw this to you if you have anything that you want to plug or anything that you have on the horizon that you want all of our listeners to to check out. Go ahead, man. It's all you.
5: I mean, if I could get the soapbox for a minute, I'm 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 putting down the gauntlet. My gauntlet is I don't give two fucking shits to, like, hype beast shoes, to, like, these Travis Scotts, to all these other fucking stupid shoes. I'm sorry. The stupid shoes. I just want to create nerdy, geeky shoes, and I also want to break the stereotype that you know, there's a there's a, I, I don't know about you guys, but there's a stereotype that if you're into sneakers, you, you're you must love hip hop and rap and, you know, the streetwear. I don't care too any shits for that fucking stupid stuff in my mind. Sorry, if you like it, it's cool. But in my mind, I don't like that. I like fucking <laughs> I like Cobra. I like G.I. Joe. I like fucking Ninja Turtles, Kenner toys. I don't give two shits about any of the other hype beast shit. I just make shoes that I would wear. And everybody seems to be enjoying them. And I I think everybody and uh, my commissions open up in January. And if you want some fucking gremlin shoes and all that other good stuff, hit me up. Ran ran over
3: tight. That's right. Motherfucking
1: Tom Bullman coming in with the heat. Man, can't thank you enough for being here. Sorry to cut our time off. We'll have you back any fucking time, guaranteed. We'll be talking on the back channel. Uh, Tom Bullman, if you're not already, follow him at BullAirs. That's at B-U-L-L underscore A-I-R-S. Or at Bullman Tattoons. That's at B-U-L-M-A-N underscore T-A-T-T-O-O-N-S. And follow the homie. The guy is absolutely killing it. And I'm guessing with the Mumra release here... It's a sneak peek, sneaker oh, peek yeah. podcast, baby, dude. out. Yeah. <laughs> happy Tom Thanksgiving.
5: Bulman. Thank you thank again, you guys. and happy yeah. Thanksgiving.
1: Be safe and have fun with your family. All love, brother. Thank you so Don't much. Don't drink
5: and drive. Don't That's drink
1: right. and drive. You're I'm sir. over at home. That's right. You <laughs> That's are fine. home, I'm baby. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Bye, buddy. Our brother. Our Later pleasure. Remember. Seriously, thank you, bud. And fuck man with that i guess let's jump into this week's first drop or only drop i keep saying first drop because of the past seasons it's our only drop the sneaker of the week let's go Lugia. let's go baby let's go okay all right well this week's sneaker of the week guys dropping november 26th is the women's Air Jordan 111, black and white, dropping for $225. Uh, This Air Jordan 11, dressed in a black, red, sail, and white color scheme, having a similar design as the 2019's Animal Instinct Air Jordan 3. The shoe will feature a black suede upper with fur on the overlays in a mix of animal prints. Other details include red 23 on the rear, black metal jumpman on the ankles atop a white midsole and smoky translucent outsole. Uh, If I was going to give it a shot, uh, I'd go straight down the middle. Well, not straight down the middle, a little bit high on this one. I'd go a six. I really like the animal print on the 11. The patent leather doesn't do it for me, so this is kind of a fun change six for me let's bring the boys in let's talk about this bad motherfucker. uh train really curious about your thoughts on this guy uh lucia you're doing great fyi we still love the fuck out of you train please give us your thoughts on the air jordan 11 black and white
3: not me uh yeah no it's uh yeah and i was the one that found that video you're welcome lucia i'll save that ass uh, so anyway, uh, yeah, I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about in the peanut gallery hating on this dude that on foot shot. This shoe is bad as shit. I, well, I love the 11. I love the embossed black Jordan, the Jumpman logo. The print, it's different, but it, the way it sits on the black upper, it, it's so fucking money. The smoky, translucent outer soul, fuck you for hating on this. Um, now, 11s are my jam. I love it. And I love when they come out with a strong 11. I it, it, Really, let me just rephrase that. I love when they come out with an 11. Like, I just, I love to see this shoe come out. So, when it comes, you know, this is wacky. This is different. This is weird. You know, it's not the norm that you're used to. It's not just a typical patent leather. Um, so I'm, I'm feeling. It. I think it's tight. Obviously, I can't get a pair. Uh, no shit, of course, because uh, Nike's a fucking joke. So uh, for that, I'm gonna bring it down. But it's still, it's gonna sit at a seven for me. I think it's money. All right, a seven. And from Mister Chili,
4: I see you nodding in agreement. What are we thinking, man? Uh, yeah. I mean, reluctant agreement. I i've been looking on this like a lot and i can't decide man it's like a it's an 11 which is sick it's animal print so that's kind of fucking dumb but the execution is solid so like i'm like my brain's confused i don't know what to make of it uh bottom line i'm gonna just go off the rating off of execution not my personal feelings so i'm gonna go with a seven
1: okay All right, a fucking seven. That's higher than I thought you were going with all that fucking ball punching. But Mr. Joey Days, give us your thought here on the 11 black and white. What are we thinking?
2: Oh, man, this is bad. Uh, I'm a little torn because I love the Air Jordan 11 silhouette, the Concord, the Jim Red, the bread, whatever it may be, the Uh cool gray that recently shock-dropped, but uh, as far as this black and white animal instinct, no way, man. I just, I can't mess with it at all. I just don't like fur or animal print at all. There's always an exception, uh, but this one, no, it's just, it's pretty embarrassing. It's a travesty. It's just, I'm going to go one point for the uh, smoky gray outsole, and then I'll give it another point because I like the silhouette, so two total.
1: Two
3: oh, a oh fucking god. two, it just Joey comes D. off really
2: cheesy, man. And it is oh my it's, it's just god
3: wow, but with the Not black me, sock work, man. like
2: look at that, yeah. shit, dude.
3: Come on, rethink, they, they rethink. should be wearing 2.5
2: for sure. But nah, I just maybe if <laughs> just I saw throw him out in the flesh, it would be different. If I saw him out in the wild, pun intended, it would be something different, yeah, zing, but uh, nah, I just it just comes off very cheesy to me. and uh, but hey, a lot of people are feeling it. so that's cool.
3: So, would you think these would look better with a pair of like Jinko mammoth jeans to cover the whole fucking shoe when you're walking around?
2: I mean, th- there would still be no disguising it being an 11. I would know it's an 11, but yeah, there's no saving that. I just, wow. I'm not big on the animal print. And I'll be honest, man, I'm pretty shocked that you really like it, but that's Dude, cool. I am too. And you <laughs> yeah. know what?
3: When I first saw it, of course, I was like, dude, fuck this piece of shit. Yeah, and shit. then I took my time. I took my time and I really dug into it and I was like, you know, and I was looking at these on foot shots. It was really when I was editing this whole fucking thing. I was like, you know, these are pretty fucking bad. You. Yeah, these yeah. are like the more I looked at them, I was like, yeah, these are
2: fucking hard. So yeah, all right, all right. So I guess well, the fuck. ultimate oh, question is is if they opened up like the sizing. Would you oh, oh yeah, after a- mommy's okay. in. I'm oh, all mommy. in.
3: No <laughs> fucking Ooh, question about it. Mommy's so, in. And you know what? Everyone hate all day if they open it up to, like, everyone sizing, which they should do for every sneaker release. It's just Seriously. fucking so dumb. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's uh, I would expect that same hatred to keep going so I could just press the gas, get my own pair. But we mm-hmm. all know that wouldn't happen. So Yeah, well, pedal to the metal, Commander.
1: And, unfortunately, Sneakers App does not like you nor our pal Tom Bullman. So, you know. True it is what it is your door says it best sneakers is dog shit fucking nike end of story all right guys let's jump in train it's time for the top three this is a good one too let's go
3: Trains top three, we're back, my Oh my God, I thought I was muted. Okay. You're good. Uh, guitarists. Top three guitarists ever. I know this is kind of a little wacky and uh, hopefully bringing uh, some musician love. Uh, and no, rappers are not musicians, so you can go fuck yourself if you think that. Um, and I always think back to that video of Lil Wayne playing the guitar. Oh, my <laughs> fucking God. I, was just, I had that boop same boop visual. Yep. Beep, beep, beep. He's my number two, uh, by the way, on the list. So, uh, yeah, best guitarist ever. Top three. So let's bring the boys in. Let's get right fucking down to it. Let's start off. Joey D let's go baby
2: oh, leaning it off once again all right uh, number three for me is uh, Justin Beck of Glassjaw I've often cited them as being one of my favorite bands I think a bunch of a few of us on here like them too um, he's just very unorthodox as far as just uh, heavy metal or post-metal. The tones that he's able to get are just so dark and raw, but at the same time melodic. And the way that he's able just to make everything live sound so heavy with one guitar, I just love his stuff. It's very original too. And then I'm also putting into um, effect here the their style and their swagger, as far as their on stage presence, too, when I selected these guitars. And I love his style. He's similar to Tom Morello. He plays really high and close, and it's cool. And when he's grooving, it's awesome. So uh, I definitely like his style. So, number three for me.
3: Dude, I think about his onstage moves all the time, how oh, he just, like, yeah. sways to it. Yeah. It's so sick, dude. It could be, like, the heaviest part of a song, and he's just fucking grooving so hard. It's amazing. I think about that. I Actually, I think I was thinking about that today. So great pick. Awesome. He's just an awesome writer. So Most I, I think that's what I yeah. you know, he's not gonna shred your dick off, but he is <laughs> he a, <might>. a fuck <laughs> he, he might. may, yeah. He pop, yeah. Um yeah, so I wouldn't great challenge pick.
2: him. I wouldn't test him. Yeah.
3: No, no, fuck. <laughs> yeah. no. Uh so yeah, great pick. All right, Siege, what do you got? Number three. Uh
2: all right. First I gotta
1: premise this with a disclaimer. Uh, oh, boy. Pops, I know you're watching. I'm just gonna say OG list, Randy Rhodes, Steve Vai, Eddie Van Halen. But I'm going a little obscure. I want to shed some light on some dudes that may not get the same exposure. So number three for me today is Brent Hines from Mastodon. Not to take anything away from Bill Kelleher from Mastodon. They're both riff machines, but this guy could solo over a dog fart and make it absolutely prog rock. So Brent
3: Hines is my number three. Okay. And is he the one with the tats on his head? Yes, guy fucking wails holy Mm -hmm. shit seems like a really rad dude too so um i like it little this little crack of beer he's good to go little
1: crack no little little smoke the weed little crack of beer i'm just saying it's easy yeah
3: Yeah. no No crack little crack of beer face
1: tats could you
3: know sorry (laughs) Yeah, okay, we got it. That's not bad, Chili. Come back up to the mic. Thank you, Angel. Let's go. Number three, who do you got? Oh, my God. Here we, we fucking go. Some Pottery Barn
4: guy. Let's go. Well, I wish I was going to be some obscure hipster <laughs> asshole, but my top three is pretty fucking standard, and I went with Riff Dudes, not fucking like Wild Shredders in general. Cool. So, Tom Morello. Joey mentioned him earlier. A one of the most distinctive Riff Writers out there. You know him instantly. And uh, not much to add on that one just go know, ahead well just Machine a, audio there you
3: slave i know uh, that's why i wanted you yeah. because a lot of people are like who the fuck is this guy but yes rage against okay. the machine if you look back i mean even listen to what well, like their biggest are bulls on parade listen to that riff how creative that was dude. how heavy it was for one guitarist how heavy it was for a one guitarist riff dude just fucking get cool. down good choice that wah oh.
2: pedal uh, yeah, oh, the yeah. guy gets He's sexy like, as fuck, dude. Solo
3: slave like shoot. a stone. Yeah, solo Makes without even cry. playing the
4: guitar. He's just taking out his guitar cord and just like slamming it on the guitar. Yeah, weird it's weird. so yeah, it's like dope a as kill shit. Switch. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Oh, okay. Uh, my number three is Eddie Van Halen. So easily one of the good, easy, best guitarists on the fucking planet, or was. Yeah. R.I.P. What a Bar loss, none. dude. Uh, guitarist for easily one of the greatest bands in history, Van Halen, of course, with the, dare I say, sexiest man ever, Diamond Dave. Okay. Mm -hmm. The greatest front man ever. You ever seen a guy do a samurai show? Do the fucking splits (laughs) on stage, you assholes? (laughs) I don't think so. You want to know what a fucking showman is? Look up Diamond Dave. Guy is oozing sex at all times. Still at the age of like 900. Guy still (laughs) absolutely lays pipe. Uh, Okay, so yeah, Eddie Van Halen, uh, RIP, sucks, but let's go. Joey, number two.
2: All right, number two for me is uh, John Fushante. I just love him. Uh, Lead guitarist of Red Hot Chili Peppers, and I also love his solo work. I just, uh, I've always thought of him as sort of like a modern day Jimi Hendrix or Jimmy Page. Uh, I referenced style earlier and I love his style, I love that he plays on a Fender too. When I think of like a rock and roll guitar, similar in the vein of Eddie Van Halen, I also think of like John Frusanti, much like Hendrix. Uh, I just love his style, the blues that he brings and his guitar solos are awesome too and the melodies that he uh, brings as well as a singer I think is awesome. So John Frusanti number two.
3: Another guitarist that it's with the blues, but funk also. Like he, yeah, like for punk, the rock yeah. vibe, but he also has funk guitars. Yeah. And to, that goes after their original guitarist who died of a heroin Hillel overdose. Hillel Slovak. Hillel, yeah. So yeah, very cool. Pull. And they scored big with that guy because he was unreal. I, he quit the band again, right? I think he did or something. He's yeah, guys they've got, got some the new guy,
1: Josh something, and he's. He's fucking gone. Slaying. Yeah. He's oh, gone, is now, he gone too. now? Yeah. Oh, fuck.
3: So I don't even know who the fuck the guitarist is. So. Uh, Maybe Tom Morello. Who fucking knows? (laughs) Uh, Okay. Nice pick, though. Uh, uh, CJ, what do you got? Number two. (laughs) Number two for me
1: is Ben Weinman from Dillinger Escape Plan. Guy is one of the most insane live performers you've ever seen. Looks like he's being attacked by a snake while he's playing guitar. And... Played with Suicidal Tendencies for a while. I still think he's playing with Suicidal Tendencies. So, big ups to him, and he's my number two pick. Ben Wyman fucking rules.
3: Yeah, a guy, you want to talk about playing impossible guitar riffs and just... <laughs> and f- Timing. Like- jumping in the crowd like you want to talk about just insane shows dillinger escape plan and Mm. one of the greatest fucking band names ever with one of the greatest cds calculating infinity uh, and for everyone that's like you know (laughs) just likes rock that they hear on the radio you will hate dillinger if you're a musician in any way shape or form you will love dillinger because they are just freaks off the cuff yeah, and that Ben Wyman was the guy, he kind of got went va- viral after jumping off that monitor and just yes. folding his back in half because he's a fucking animal. Oh yeah, amazing guitarist. Dude seems so, and he got his own signature guitar series too that I love. Um, great pick, great pick. Uh, Chili, you're number two.
4: Alright, hold your nose a little bit. I'm going to go on totally obvious, you know what I'm doing, and just fucking just indulge me, whatever. Corn Duo, Head Monkey very chunky wrist sound effects in the verse but that chunky also... monkey oh dude how dare you that was, that was, that was okay whatever okay. i'm just gonna go i'm just gonna <laughs> move past it um you know what you fucking threw off my rhythm uh that's it corn number two what all right asshole. head monkey
1: i'm sorry i didn't mean to i just thought fuck man that chunky fucking style they have but i'll say this if you listen to corn you know the way they feed, and you can't see me, but they feed off of each other with their little diddlies and their diddly-doos. diddly fucking- and diddly-doos?
4: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. I love it. What the fuck? <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit.
3: Uh, yeah, and I want to give props to whichever one of those bozos uh, get those tones that they riff, because they're unbeatable. Like okay. Some of the best guitar tones I have ever heard in my entire mm-hmm. life. So... Uh, you could hate corn all day, and I wouldn't blame you. They have some their older <laughs> shits way hard, but oh, my God, that tone. Um, so, Chili, okay. I like that. Whatever the tweedly deep, whatever the fuck you was monkey. talking about. I'm sorry. Yes, okay, not bad. Uh, my number two is Frederick Thorndendahl, uh, the guitarist of Masuga. This guy is hard as shit. He, like, glorified the eight-string shredder amazing writer. His signature guitar is so fucking sick. Eight string Ibanez with a single pickup. Oh, yeah, mama. Uh, but yeah, if you ever wanted to just see that guy blast through a riff and there's a lot of shit on YouTube, you could check out another band Meshuggah, very hard, very mathematical, not a straight four, four, not something you're going to hear on your local rock radio. (coughs) So, uh, but if you wanted to hear some heavy shit and maybe go like get ready to rob a bank or something, Meshuggah would definitely be the band to listen to. So, uh, yeah, Frederick, my number two, Joey, let's go. Number uno. Let's go.
2: Man, we got some good picks in here. All right, number one for me uh, without a question is uh, Dimebag Daryl of Pantera. I don't really consider much when it comes to, like, damage plan. Recipes, Dime! But, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Pantera speaks for itself. As far as when it comes to riffs and grooves, man, that guy was just a monster. And then he could soul like no other. I mean, he was just—it uh, was just awesome what he was able to do, especially Pantera in general. But uh, yeah, man, it's, its its sad that they broke up. It's sad that he's passed. Um, his brother, of Vinnie Paul, too, now. But uh, yeah, dude. As far as an ass man, Dimebag Daryl, man, hundred percent.
3: Just want to let everyone know that I totally forgot about Dimeback. He would be my number one. I'm not going to switch it up, Ugh. but Dimeback would definitely be my number one, too. That Dude. guy, unreal, writer, performer, just yeah, just, Riff Lord. Yeah. Dude, just a absolutely. wild man. So, uh, okay, great pick. Ooh, Johnny Five, nice. Oh, uh, okay, uh, CJ, you're number one. Go
1: ahead. Number one for me, and it's hard not to call out some of these solo artists, Pliny or uh, Angel Vivaldi, some of these other, like, really lesser-known dudes that really fuck shit up. Like, if you haven't looked into those guys, please do. I'm not going to repeat it because number (laughs) one is Devin Townsend. This guy can riff, he can write, he can orchestrate. This guy is a fucking conductor, and he can fucking sing while he's doing it all, too, and project like a full opera like the guy is an absolute animal devon townsend number one guy fucking
3: rules creepy can he as do the, fuck uh,
4: Tiddly doos and the, the oh dotties? dude he
3: can do the what all you want baby hey Good. did strapping young lad pay you to tell talk about them two times in a row or you know only because i met gene hoagland maybe all right all right, so strapping young lad again. Uh, no, Chili, go it's,
1: ahead. It's number Devin one. Townsend. His solo shit, man. Same it's shit. Solo shit. Same shit. Same, same shit. Same, you, you fucking
3: same uncultured lead singer, lead singer, <laughs> fucking writer. Uh, CJ, can like
4: I go thing. now? Is that cool?
1: Yeah. Once train shuts <laughs> the fuck
4: up. <laughs> oh, I'm just checking. Okay, it's cool. Thanks. Okay, so number one for me. Spicy. Uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan. You know what? Not the absolute top, top, top for songwriting. But if you just blaze up and watch him go, it's kind of like he's equivalent to watching Michael Jordan highlight clips. It's insane. Great analogy. Yeah. Doesn't even
3: make sense. Watching Great Matt pick. Jack. No shit. Holy. Yeah. That's That's so so like like,
2: I'm just in a daze. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: it's like you will never be this good just Texas letting you know Blues, i man. wish you would say that like he's and he seems like a super humble guy he's always like yeah right just right, practice yeah. hard you know you can get here you will never be that good ever no, no, no. and i'm talking that's to a- everyone listening everyone <laughs> yeah. watching you will never be as good as him ever so no just, no, no, no. I,
4: that no that's a good psa because no that's absolutely true even the best of the best we're all looking at him like god damn yeah like they're his do.
3: favorite guitarist or mm-hmm. he's their favorite guitarist like just, to put it that way god, um, god, God great pick. Uh mine's goddamn now everyone's name these guitarists. It's like fuck I forgot all about them. Uh Alex Lifeson, guitarist of Rush. From Rush? Yeah. He is nice. like yes! a whaler. I mean, you want to talk about yes! a guy shred and he can write and I mean, you're working with one of the greatest bass players on the planet Absolutely. and one of the drummers Drummond. ever, Neil Peart. On Earth. By the way, had to look that up <laughs> because not no no no, let me rephrase that. I didn't look it up. I watched an interview with I thought was Neil Peart. And he said it's Peart, And it yeah, was don't be devastating. Uh, yeah, I know. Well, he's American. the one that fucking say it. Yeah, I know. Goddamn <laughs> Canadians. Uh so yeah. Uh Alex Lifeson man is a God uh, shred-o-rama. So yeah, wow, good what pick. a bunch of fucking good picks here. Everyone. <laughs> Seriously. Well done. So Fuck yeah, train stop three. Not bad at all. Let's move it on. Holy
1: shit, not bad. You want to talk banger after banger. We got a killer interview and a killer top three. Good work, Train. Good work, Joey Chili. Appreciate you guys taking part. Let's jump in, Joey, to this week's Drip Fit.
2: All right, welcome back. First up, we got uh, Seattle Seahawks safety Jamal Adams, and he is rocking a Sakai Cause oversized quilted jacket that costs $2,430. It's a big puffy jacket that's water resistant, has printed rainbow geometric shapes, and trimmed with fox fur around the hood. Overall, it is big and it is colorful. Jamal Adams is um layering he also has underneath the oversized jacket he's rocking the blue yeezy gap hoodie that costs two hundred dollars he has that paired with the veneer articles gray and white birch judo pants that cost three hundred and twenty dollars these are relaxed fit cotton trouser featuring a graphic pattern in gray and white we were just talking about those air jordan 11 animal instincts i think those would pair pretty well with this fit and then lastly putting the outfit all together down below On feet, he is rocking the Bottega Veneta Puddle Bomber lace-up ankle boots that cost $990. This particular colorway is a sale colorway with yellow eye stays and laces. Jamal Adams drip fit total $3,940. All right, gentlemen, let's kick this around and see what we're thinking. We know a lot about that Yeez (laughs) trainer. Oh, boy. All right, let's just go right with you, Trey. What's going on here? Dude, What's, get the uh, fuck out of here! Come on,
3: what the fuck are
2: we doing? I know, here? I know, so, you like the Yeezy Gap hoodie.
3: So hey, yeah. I've been rocking mine. It's comfy yeah. as shit and it's super heavy. So it's it's that's all this guy needed. Like he, unless he's in. Antarctica or something you you don't need all of that but you know what when I first saw this right yeah it's like give me a fucking break (laughs) um but the when I saw this it reminded me for all you Seinfeld lovers when uh Kramer finds a jacket and he's walking down the street and everyone mistakes him for a pimp this is the same fucking outfit Kramer was wearing it's like these crazy ass colors and there's like all this random shit I, I mean I don't know this can't be like come on there's no way this was something he put together this had to have been like like I, you lost a bet or like there's just no fucking way like i don't give a shit who you I are no fucking way the whole thing is embarrassing so fucking There's too
2: much altogether going Jesus. on between like
3: shapes patterns, patterns, colors, colors, patterns what the fuck yeah okay yeah, for yeah, sure i
2: definitely it's ambitious i mean it's very loud uh the biggest thing that i take away from it are the boots those are the biggest killer for me i mean i Uh would never i'm not a big boot guy i mean but i think if you mix that up since he's going i mean obviously the sakai and yeezy i mean you're kind of clashing there with those Yeezy gap hoodie and sakai and the cause but i don't know i would maybe go with maybe like the semi-frozen down below or something that might pair well or if you even went with a blue or an orange dunk. I think the Syracuse or the Kentucky to match that blue or the orange to offset it maybe. Chili, what do you think about this? Too loud? Uh, Yeah, (laughs) yeah, Um,
4: I just, the fit is a total, I don't even know how to fucking start, man. It's just piece by piece, that's that's the offense. And the boots, I saw close up, unless I'm tripping, it's like a clown shoe silhouette. It actually looks like a clown shoe. (laughs) which is so fucking bizarre. I think the pants might be halfway decent if it's like put in a regular fit. It's like, if that's like the weird thing amongst other things, but hard to say. And I don't want to be a total son of a bitch, but I kind of like the jacket, not as a jacket. Like I just like just to hang it up, like frame it or something. I like the colors and the shapes and all that. It's like, it's like a piece, it's a piece of art, but like, yeah, (laughs) dude, to wear it. I mean, you really have to work up to that piece. That is like, you have to like wear some pretty like aggressive stuff. Yeah. yeah, not only the price, but just like the balls to throw that on and just well, not feel like a prick. And what about something like that but with all black?
3: I, I would be down with a jacket, all black outfit, and then whatever, something to match the jacket with the shoes. And, dude, I pulled down our dock, and I looked at the profile of these shoes. <laughs> no You're <idea>. exactly right. <laughs> no these idea. are modeled after clown shoes, uh-huh. like straight up. Embarrassing.
2: Oh, my would God. Would you wear these? <laughs>
3: Fuck yeah! No, 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 these are But they probably be look better with shit. the Air
2: Jordan 11 Animal Instinct. CJ, you know what do think of this? Real quick, you know what? Actually, if I might jump in for a second, yeah, I might
4: actually uh, fix that. Is do something else with the pants? I don't even have a good brainstorm for you, but those Sakai blazer lows. That might that might fit in with the jacket pretty well. Yeah. Or the waffles. Yeah. Belly yeah, waffles sure. with these? Those could be fire sure. too. Sure. Good call, right. CJ. Sorry, I owed you one though. Go ahead.
1: Uh, No, you're totally right. Uh, The hoodie, I'm in. Still haven't put one on. Have no fucking idea. The jacket, Jesus Christ. Yeah, Chili, I guess you're right. Throw that up like a Jackson Pollock fucking jacket, a windbreaker. I, I don't know what the fuck this dude was thinking. The pattern game is all wrong. And that's what Train said. I said the same thing. The pattern game is all fucked. Throw all black on this with some black pants. And even the fucking Yeezy boots that came out, either pair would look better than these fucking things. I don't understand what's going on with these. Uh, Chili, you got a weird point that the jacket could be hung up as a showpiece, but Jesus Christ, man. it's uh, Joey, it's ambitious to put all of this on and rock it as a fit. So what the fuck, man? I can't afford it. Good for this asshole. I don't know who Jamal (laughs) Adams is. Rad, I guess, buddy. Good for you. Not my cup of tea.
2: Good effort. Good try. All right, that's a good transition, good segue into our next uh, contestant. All right, so next up we have Phoenix Suns point guard CP3, Chris Paul, and he is rocking a black, rude leather jacket that costs $2,895. Underneath the jacket, he's wearing a white long sleeve shirt. Down below, he has his outfit paired with a mustard color Paul Smith trousers that cost $489. Again, these are mustard-colored, and he has them rolled up, the rolled cuff. And then lastly, putting the fit together, he's wearing white Nike Blazer mids that cost $100. Chris Paul drip fit total $3,484. So, got something a little more casual here, but still a kind of a little flashy. All right, I see Train kind of has a very different feel and reaction going here. CJ, let me start out with you first, because I know you are a Blazer boy out of the group. What do you think about this fit here with the Blazer? Are you feeling it? Do you think maybe should do, he should swap it with different shoes, or are you just feeling not feeling this fit at all? Let us know. You know what, dude? Straight up, A fucking plus. Those Blazers... Ooh really tie
1: this into that white t-shirt leather jacket greaser look the mustard pants is what makes it high fashion the mustard pants (laughs) is what brings it off of the streets and onto the fucking red carpet for sure dude i actually really like this outfit uh i do have that exact same pair of blazers the mid 77 fucking white with the black swoosh they're hard dude OG as fuck not fucking super expensive and i think that's what gets me hard about this is like You could basically put this fit together if you went to Buffalo Exchange with a couple hundred bucks and had a pair of Blazers already. Like, not a bad deal. But all together, put together, very fucking nice. Like I said, A plus, my friend.
2: All right, man. Yeah, I think it's been a while since you've come out swinging like that and just hit someone with an A+. I feel it, man. I Yeah, no, I'm working with this. I'm feeling it, too. I think it definitely works, too. It's very much more casual, but the leather jacket definitely gives it another level, which I think is good. Um, Chili, what do you think here? Are you feeling this drip fit from Chris Paul? Uh, Absolutely. This is a (laughs) perfect fit. I think textbook A-plus fit.
4: And good on them because me included, people sometimes get a little tempted to like plus it up a little bit, not show some restraint. I think this is so well restrained. I mean, you can imagine throwing on a wild pair, a graphic tee, totally different fit. Maybe it still looks good, but it's not in the same league. It's not in the same tier. So I think this is fucking amazing. Perfect combination of money and restraint. And I think one of the best fits of the year on my top three.
2: Awesome. Great point. Yeah. You know what? Agreed.
1: A hundred percent. Yeah.
2: Great call, too, I'm with, with the restraint, because I just want to say he's a Jordan Brand athlete. So, like a lot of these guys, he has his pick of the or whatever shoe. So, he could have easily decided to be an asshole and maybe put something else on, like some just ridiculous off white or something like that. But he went with a cat, you know, the blazer, which dictated the outfit. It was a good call, and I think that's awesome that he went with it. So, yeah, I agree with you guys with showing restraint. I think that's important. Train, what do you think here about this? I know you like that rude leather jacket right rude is right on point
3: what a beauty well done yeah this dude this this outfit's fucking you guys all nailed it super clean classy ready to fuck going out club then fucking go pick a fight with the sharks in the streets uh (laughs) west side story rip for all you youngsters that have probably no idea what the fuck i'm talking about uh but yeah dude. the only thing i'm not really vibing with is the rolled up like the big cuff at the bottom of the pants but whatever dude all in all this is clean like this is this is party boy this is we're gonna ball we're gonna have a good game and then we're gonna go hit the club and i am just laying my penis out on the ground and every woman's touching it so good form great outfit well done
2: Awesome, man. Damn. That was a fun that was a fun drip fit guys. That was Jamal Adams and Chris Paul.
1: <laughs> man, a total opposite of like straight up do's and don'ts.
2: Unfucking believable, man. Great <laughs> piece, Joey. I Good just one. can't get over Joey talking about the clown shoe silhouette.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's to a T, man.
3: I still have it up right here. I'm looking at it like yeah, I'm so we'll post it in our story. It's unreal. Holy fuck. Side by side. Right on. Well, if
1: you will, uh, Doc Martens are off the menu tonight, and we are jumping into something a little more. (laughs) Wow. All right. Kick history. Let's go. Fucking eat a dick. Alrighty guys welcome back to another kick history obviously doc martens went down like a fucking titanic last week because i got laughed at and my fucking read got fucked up and it was basically german so whatever <laughs> chili love you too there's train all right all right you fucking purple ball bag prick uh let's jump in today's kick history is a quick history of <laughs> socks uh A little bit silly, kind of the way I am, so I feel like it makes a little bit more sense, but you know, it's right before the season where you hang a stock over the, you know, the chimney, the little fireplace. Christmas is coming. That's what I'm saying. Alright. Into the socks. A sock is a piece of clothing worn on the feet and often covering the ankle or some part of the calf. Some type of shoe or boot is typically worn over socks. In ancient times, socks were made from leather or matted animal hair. In the late 16th century, machine-knit socks were first produced until 1800. Both hand-knitting and machine-knitting were both used to produce socks, but after 1800, machine-knitting became the predominant method. One of the roles of socks is absorbing perspiration. As the foot is among the heaviest producers of sweat in the body, it can produce over 0.25 0.25 us pints that's right us pints because we use the metric system like a bunch of fucking ding a uh 0.121 of perspiration per day socks help to absorb this sweat and draw to the areas where it can evaporate the perspiration the cold environments socks made from cotton wool warm up the cold feet which in turn helps decrease the risk of getting frostbite you don't want black crispy ass toes Thin socks are most commonly worn in the summer months to keep feet cool. Light-colored socks are typically worn with the sports shoes and the dark-colored socks with dress shoes, often black or navy blue socks in dress fashion. In addition, dark-colored socks absorb heat, which here in Arizona makes a big difference. And who gives a fuck? This segment is going off the rails. Uh, Gentlemen, come on in. I just got a quick example here. (laughs) Joe Rain, our friend of sneaker peak podcast always compliments the sock game now there's a little combination i wanted to share with you here it's a jaws sock with the oski shark dunks that's good sock work right you see that guys that's fun that's the kind of shit we're talking about joe rain is an absolute animal he'll wear a new balance whatever their new skate shoe number is with straight up ultimate warrior ankle socks and i fucking love him for it so to name a couple of brands that i'm into aside from nike and adidas stance socks are the most comfortable socks i've ever personally worn but let's jump over to mr joey days because i know you're heavy in the sock game too whether they're under jeans or not so talk to me about socks baby let's go
2: i don't know if i would say heavy i mean i'm still uh, in the progress of uh building up my game i mean actually what got me more into it was when i got those uh clot kiss of death air max ones because they have the uh translucent toe Mm yes so i wanted to be able to show off some socks i got a few stance colorways like an orange and red and i do like them they're comfortable but uh all in all i usually keep it pretty basic just white and black but that's something i'm definitely working on and uh hey i learned some stuff from your segment too so i appreciate that
1: Look, at the very least, you'll learn right, something. What, train what is we're with going train and space Fuck him. Today. Who cares? <laughs> who cares? He's just being a fucking prick. You know, Chili, <laughs> our, boy, my, our boy Mikey works at Ethica. And as far as no-show socks, those are my favorite no-show socks are the Ethica Women's no-show Ooh, socks.
2: okay.
4: Uh, oh, you, know. you know what? Like, okay. Mm-hmm. Look <sighs> but give me your thoughts, man. What are you thinking? I'm taking a note right now. I'm going to check on the Black Friday sale. You know what? I'll do it later since we're live. Weirdly dead for my part. do know? it all right whatever uh you know what i'm surprised you didn't mention the beauties that i sent you as a gift the these guys i bought two pair because they look really nice you know
1: i only didn't because i, I know Kobe's. you showed them off That's in the right. background or in yeah. the green room in the <laughs> you fucking animal i look whatever. at them every day and go right past them to another pair of nike socks or Stan socks <laughs> all right let's More just go to train once. before you hurt.
4: i don't want you to hurt my feelings train what do you got well I would yeah, never.
3: Shut up uh, So I, and actually so you were I knew you were going to do this and I didn't hear you Bring this up so I was actually pretty excited Drop a little knowledge on you assholes So in the 8 It was like the 1700s Hundreds, when their horse would die, they would cut the horse tail off. They would boil the horsetail water to get bugs and, like, whatever off it. They would Lice. tie it as tight. Yeah, right? Like gnats and all that kind of shit. <laughs> they would tie it around a, like, a medium-sized log, and they would tie it as hard as they can, and they would turn her kit. Like, they would where you put a fucking stick in and turn so yeah. it tightens it and they would leave it there for like a month and a half to two months until it would dry out completely and then they would twirl it so the whole thing would and then they would wrap it around and that's how they created socks i created Damn. that i just made that whole thing up made that whole andre
1: cologne strikes um, again
3: so yeah no i'm not a big sock guy <laughs> okay
1: Fuck face? well damn i guess that wraps up kick history folks thank you for indulging me do appreciate you guys and let's jump into this week's rumor mill shall we
2: all right welcome back today we are talking clot and the air jordan five low this is a collaboration that's been in the works for a few now just um Klott and jordan brand will be teaming up on an Air Jordan 5 low. In the past, we've seen them do an Air Jordan 13, and this year we saw them drop an Air Jordan 14 low. So at this time, there's no official word from either brand, caught or Jordan brand that this is officially coming out, but it's not stopping the leaked images from surfacing and being spread, and people talking about it, so I figured it'd be a good time to throw this into the mix and see what we think. So according to the uh, images that are surfacing this shoe features an all-black upper with red contrasting accents and silver 3m reflective tongues it also has the classic air jordan 5 speckled shark teeth black midsole and a translucent green outsole additional details include the clot branding on the black excuse me on the back heel including the number 23 in chinese characters and then it's supposed to have green lace locks and bright red laces There is no retail price at this time if I had to guess I would say maybe between $190 and $215 in that ballpark the Air Jordan 5 low has been going for that price in that realm since this is a collaboration it might be a little more we'll certainly let you know as far as vendor there's no official vendor at this point but I would imagine caught would release it through their site so juice store raffles and then likely be available through sneakers so Gentlemen, at this time, let's kick it around and see what we're thinking. Again, there's no official release date. It's supposed to probably drop in early 2022, but these images are going around. In general, I know we haven't really talked too much about the Air Jordan 5 Low. Chili. I think you expressed some interest in the Chinese New Year that dropped earlier, that tearaway version. I might be mistaken, but uh, let us know what you think about the Air Jordan 5 Low and this clock collaboration, if you're feeling it at all. Uh, yeah, no, I don't dislike the Jordan 5 Low Chinese New
4: Year, but I was the AJ 1 Low
2: Chinese New Year. Oh, score. that was it. Okay. That's thank the one that I was all,
4: all hot and bothered for. Uh, gotcha. Thank you for bringing up Claude again. i like to see what these guys are cooking up. Um, I th- These are very nice. And I feel like I've only seen the Chinese New Year and a bunch of golf shoes for the, for the 5 Low. I'm sure there's some other ones I'm not thinking of in terms of colorways, but I feel like it's a kind of underutilized silhouette and i like this quite a bit i saw some production photos where the green outsole was it had a little bit more of a blue tint to it which i prefer okay this is this is pretty fucking great i like it quite a bit i mean it'd be a great there's not a lot of five low options and this would be
2: a great one to start off with Yeah, for sure. Great point as well. Yeah, just to piggyback on what you were saying as far as Air Jordan 5 lows that released, there was that Chinese New Year and then they also had that Wings version that dropped uh, earlier in the mid-year. It was a black colorway and it sold out. Um, I'm happy to see it coming out in Air Jordan 5 low, but I'm still on the fence with it. Usually I like low versions of Jordans, but this one I'm just still on the fence with, but I do like the colors that they're incorporating. Mm -hmm. I think it's also nice too, because from the other collaborations we've seen Clot do recently with like Sakai and the Air Max one, they were incorporating the orange and the green. So it's kind of cool to see them go back with this red now with the green. It's kind of a nice little refresher. uh, Train, what do you think about this? I know you're, Oh, chili.
4: Oh, no, I'm sorry. Please. I didn't mean to jump in. I was just going to say, if you, if you don't mind, uh, CJ, what are you thinking lace-wise on these? Because I have a few thoughts. I want to know what you think. Dude. Uh, uh,
2: you have uh, you like uh, the Air yeah. Jordan 5. I know I high. love the Air yeah. Jordan
4: 5. The Air
1: Jordan 5 and I are the same age, FYI. Uh, <laughs> and that being said, I do have three pairs of 5s. I love 5s. Uh, this, I've never had a 5 low. But fucking Air Force 1, I'm all about a clock collab on a 5 never mind a five low dude i'm all in so this is an a plus again from me and i definitely love that green outsole and chili i'm just gonna say it those red laces with the gold dots on them that come with them all in keep those babies on and uh train go ahead you fucking prick uh, <laughs> yeah i'm yeah.
2: Curious, dude, what you gotta say and yeah not so, last no, but
3: not least folks the aj <laughs> dude the aj5 i think is or the low i think it's fucking corny as shit and oh my god now oh my god, be like god. oh fuck train dude Boom. oh fuck you dude it it's just it's i've always thought the five low was corny looking i i just i don't know i just that's the way i've always felt about them what about I just, it i it, i don't know dude i can't really put it because the okay so for this Clot, the branding is on point. So the Clot mm-hmm. branding is always on point. They know what's up. And from what I was seeing, it's jade. Like the jade coloring throughout is money. And it mixes well with the red. I think that for all sure. looks good. It's just a boring shoe. It's just, I don't know. It, it, it gives me like kid vibes. It's It seems like something that they would push out for, you know, just like, I don't know, like uh, GS sizing or, you well, know, toddler sizing. Is it because it yeah. feels
4: like a seasonal thing?
3: I don't really know. I just I've never been a fan of the low cut collar on, and that's like super low, and the the side paneling mesh. I've never, and I know that's on the five, the high, mm-hmm. the normal. Anyways, I just I've just Love never it. been a fan of it. And now with the low, without the more texture to kind of take your eyes off of that and the shark teeth, with it being low, it's more prominent. So that's maybe what's catching my eye more, mm. and I just it's it's taking up more of the shoe than I would like. So that's why I'm not a big fan of the five low. So kiss my butt. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, Hendar said it best. This looks like a nice skate shoe. This looks
1: better than any skate shoe that came out back in the day. Dude, Hendar, great call. Yeah, Uh, that's a great call. You know what? There it is. Boom. Uh, Train, you know what? Fair enough. They're not your cup of tea. That's fine. It's not a big fucking deal. But I got a cup of tea for all of you folks. If we can jump into our little ad read here let roll. Oh, wow. That was quick. Lucia's got to act fast. Bam. All right, folks. That's right. I'm here to talk to you again about the sneaker glove. And today we are giving thanks to our buddy, Anthony Duran, who owns and created the sneaker glove. So if you go to at the sneaker glove, Instagram, you'll find him S N K R G L O V E. And I mean, share his page. He's done us huge wonders. The guy is nothing but nice. But if you go to the website, thesneakerglove.com, which is T H E S N K L S N K R G L O V E, okay, there it is. Hit the clownhorn.com. promo code SPP10, that's SPP10, you can save 10% on your order. So huge shout out to Anthony. We appreciate your help and we're greatly, greatly thankful for your support. And again, dude you're hustling you're grinding shout out to you out in miami thank you so much for being a supporter of the show now let's jump into the newsroom folks let's go
3: okay (laughs) uh 2021 sneaker of the year picks uh this is all we're going to be talking about we're going to talk about some other news uh in the open forum but Uh, Yeah, we're doing it again. 2021. Do your research. Look what came out in 2021. You're going to see shoes that you're going to be like, there's no way these came out this year. And they did. So I've, I've already gone over a couple. I was like, these didn't come out in 2020. They did. So like the street hawkers was that this year yeah it was yes this year. sir fuck, yeah. i was one of them i was looking you questioned at I was like, it already i know i was like what the fuck so that's one of them it feels like it was forever ago that was this year so there's a mm-hmm. lot of sneakers out there uh december 22nd we're gonna be doing the the show it's gonna that's what it's gonna be all picks that's gonna be the shebang um so yeah looking forward to it that's that's really it for the newsroom i, I just kind of wanted to throw that out there okay. and tell everyone start brewing we got i think it's four weeks out from today now, so, questions here. Are we doing no, a bracket-style
1: no vote for the top sneakers of the year, or are we just oh, writing yeah. lists and reading them?
3: Yeah, we'll, we'll be okay. doing that. We're, we're going to want everyone's input. We're going to have a story where, uh, where everyone's going to be able to vote, and it's going to be a bracket-style same type deal. But we also just want to hear from everyone else. I mean, you could imagine what our top tens will be, so you could throw yours out there because we're generally uh, interested in what, what your picks are. Um, I'm guessing a lot of Amon ah, Manier 3s will be up there. Um, I don't know. Art. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I see that being number one on a lot of people's lists. So I'm, I'm very curious. I'm very excited. It's going to be a fun show. So it's just going to be lots of beer drinking. and
1: Are we doing bow ties again? Sure. Well, again. I wore a
3: bow tie last time. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, we'll do it up. We'll dress it up like the fucking Oscars. And we'll do a red carpet thing where my wife will just take a picture of me outside. So, yeah, Yeah, we'll do it big. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, fucking good point, man.
1: Keep an eye peeled for the Sneaker of the Year episode, guys. Obviously, you know when it's coming up. Train just gave you the date. We're going to get there. Keep your list ready. And let's jump in to the open forum this week. Let's roll. Alrighty, guys. Well, as far as this open forum is concerned, I don't have any Instagram live questions. I knew we were going to go a little long with our interview with Tom Bullman. Again, thank you to him for being on the show. Absolute fucking maniac. Love the guy. Uh, let's just jump into pickups. Anybody got pickups here? What do we got?
3: I I went wild today. So I hit on the um, uh, uh, AJ1, so I'll have those next week. Uh, a lot of it, us in Discord hit. So if you're not in, again, why? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so there's that and then I also got something on Grailed that I hopefully this guy didn't ship today because that's what Grailed fucking losers do is I buy them it's super early in the morning they have all day to do it they say they'll do it and then they don't so he's like I'll ship it tomorrow not knowing that and for all of our listeners uh, that would be today is fucking Thanksgiving so no yep. you're not you fucking moron uh, so yeah I'll get those <laughs> at some point who knows when wherever this fucking dumb shit decides to ship them out Three, uh, but, yeah. you based out of I have no idea. Probably, I don't, I don't know. Probably some dumpster place like New York or New Jersey. Wow. Shit uh, Damn. All what right. a pecker. Step up, motherfucker.
1: Okay, all right. Well, all right. Uh, the only other thing
4: I see here, unless Joey and Chili got some pickups. Hmm? Well, kind of, sort of. Okay. No, no, nothing to report. I just got some shit uh-huh. to offer up. But, you know, we'll talk about it later. What'd you get? Just some fucking okay. practice. Okay, is it? Yeah, just some stuff Segment? I was working on. Okay, yeah, back all right. Off. right, right, right back off bud yeah read the room cj come on go fuck yourself all right read
1: the room read the room <laughs> both of you go eat each other's dicks damn <laughs> all right you know what let's just jump it's in train you mind. got another piece in here and this shit has been
3: firing me up what the fuck is going on with nike so you see it everyone it's everywhere everyone posted yeah. about this we didn't because mm-hmm. it's just you're gonna talk it. about it Yeah, we'll talk about it, and you could just read it on every single other sneaker page on any social media. It was fucking everywhere, but uh, Nike cancels stores orders until summer 2022 as supply chain issues wreak havoc on holiday shopping. Uh, COVID-19 continues to impact the global uh, supply chain and create transportation disturbances, uh, an email was sent by Nike, uh quote as a result of this dynamic and unprecedented situation, we regret to inform you that Nike future orders spring 2022, summer 2022 and the balance holiday season 2021 will be canceled. So, this was one email that was sent to one store that leaked. If you think that this was the only store that got this email, you are very very fucking wrong. Um it's kind of I, I it, it's crazy. I mean, it's it's definitely, this is the bread and butter. See, what people commonly seem to not understand is that Nike doesn't bank their entire company off of sneakers, like SNKRS, the app. They make so much fucking money off just mom and dad's walking in, buying a pair of regular shoes, buying a t-shirt. That's where they make their money. Not off sneakers. I mean, don't get me wrong. They make a good chunk of change there, but that's not their bread and butter. For them to be canceling orders just from a retail shop, that's a really big fucking deal. And that means that they are in some serious trouble with their supply chain. And for, especially in the holiday season, this is the money-making season. So for them to be canceling orders right now, that's some serious away shit. away money. Yeah, it's I mean they're they're not throwing it away, they're fucking losing it and they're getting killed. So if you there multiple stores have gotten that email. I mean, they're they're hurting bad and honestly I fucking love to see it. Fuck these assholes. This is great. Bunch of dickheads. So <laughs> for fucking everyone over on hyped releases, this is what you get, you shitheads. Uh where do you guys stand here, Joey? What are your thoughts here? What are your, what are your thoughts on what's going on here?
2: Well, it's all kind of surprising and well not surprising but news to me altogether I'm still absorbing it all could um, be curious to hear what uh, where they go from here for certainly I mean that that is a big impact timely unfortunately especially during the holiday season so uh, it'll be interesting to see where they go from here how they recover uh, I mean they have a lot of money I anticipate them bouncing back but uh, yeah that certainly is a uh, major bummer for them.
3: I honestly and I feel bad for the people that put in orders. For a Christmas gift for their kids, yeah, things like that—that that, that's all canceled. So they're they're just going to get the refund, and that's that. Which that sucks. I mean, there there are probably people waiting for some pretty hot shit that they wanted, and they're not going to get it. So they're going to go to maybe the, re- the uh, uh, smaller market. mom
2: and pop type stores can benefit from it and take over uh, where they left off. But uh, well, well see. hoping
3: maybe. well, yeah, Nike already pulled all their shit from them, so it's like couldn't fucking yeah, do it. This none, is right, why yeah. you have those stores. So they couldn't fucking handle it and this is what's happening and you know with the the transportation shortage and uh, the, with covid and the the fucking it's uh, a mess yeah it, it's it really is it's a mess for everyone it's not just nike that's going through this Jilly, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts here bud
4: well great time to dip your toe with the replicas get in there check it out they're available two to three weeks no problem so anyway uh seriously though i mean nothing's unaffected gas groceries everything else you can think of supply chain problems inflation prices rising things are tough all over so i don't want to say that it's inconsequential what happens to sneakers but i would say it's lower on the list although it is a bummer to us personally
3: that's a great point yeah Yeah. it's there's a lot more important things that are getting fucked right now so yeah i agree by the way, I, we had in the news here in Arizona, they were talking about this huge shortage of turkeys. And yesterday, his name's Jared Dillingham. He's like an anchor. He was like, "Dude, I went to three different grocery stores. There was a fucking shit ton of turkeys everywhere." So, even the dude <laughs> on the news was like, "That's bullshit. They're fucking everywhere." I was like, "Dude, Jared, motherfucking Jared Get guy baby. loves Lady Gaga." By the way, uh, my wife loves Jared Dillingham. By the way, anywho, so CJ, any thought here? Or can we? Uh, I got one more thing after this, but go ahead, CJ.
1: Uh, Like I said, it just boils my blood, man, because any Christmas gift like ideas, all that shit is thrown out the window, whether it's woven shorts, T-shirts, whatever the case may be, everything is fucked. So if you're designing a pair of blazers on Nike ID, Nike by you right now, just stop because it's going to take way longer than you think it's going to take. So it's it's unfortunate. It sucks. And it's really like I guess at its core, it's the big wigs. Like forfeiting their power, like it really shows how limited their fucking power is without the little people that really help them along. So I don't know. Like you said, long time coming. Fuck them.
3: Yeah, this is, and this is uh the all good old American greed. I mean, they pulled their shit from all these stores because they wanted to be the. The one and only to get their product. And then this is what happens on the first Christmas. The no first one gets it. The first Christmas season or the holiday season. I'm sorry if you don't celebrate Christmas. I mean, whatever. Celebrate whatever. Uh, but d- during the holiday season, I mean, this is gift-buying year or season. That's what this is. And they wanted to get that greed. They wanted to get their money to fill their pockets. And they just fuck themselves with this whole thing going on. So, uh, fuck Nike. Anywho, uh, I also wanted to throw big, huge shout out. Our boy Tommy Guns, this fucking guy, he his wife makes uh, custom bows for kids, for like infants and babies and young girls and stuff like that. Oh, I I, I asked him. I was like, hey, you know what's your what's your wife's page so I can because we want to buy some. We want to support her and her work. He's like, oh, I got you. Get
1: out like, of here. I was like, get
3: the fuck out of here, dude. And let me tell you something here, and this is for real. One of my biggest hatreds in thing in life is handouts. I fucking hate freebies. I hate that shit. I just, there's something that's been instilled in me. No one told me it's just, I don't like it. I don't like that. I I don't know. It's just something with me personally. I'm not, ungrateful by any way shape or form i think it was like the sweetest thing his wife made like fucking 20 bows they're all amazing he sends it in a box he sends me this vintage la raider hat and then he sends me two gift cards i'm like what the fuck are you doing dude like i I, I just wanted to buy some bows like what a doll and he fucked up because he sent me a package with and his he- address Bingo. <laughs> so he sent it through the UPS store, and I was like, fuck, it doesn't have his address. But one of the boxes inside had Gotcha, his sweetheart. Address. Whoopsie. So, yeah, well, I'm definitely going to be returning the favor because really sweet of you, but you know what? Uh, I don't know what the saying is. I was probably just going to make it up. No good deed goes. Un...
4: I think it's Astolovista baby. Yeah. Nope. Okay. <laughs> he goes Ostlovista. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. That's that was it. Right.
3: So T guns, oh, yeah, love you, man. Line. Your wife, amazing work. Uh and anytime you want to promote her uh, her business, let me know. 100%. We'll post it on the page. Uh, if you have a youngin' in the family, fucking go buy bows because was they're that unreal. I
1: hate to cut you off, but is that the bow that your daughter was wearing in the photo your wife posted today?
3: no no so that she took that earlier and then we got the package later today okay and i opened it up i thought it was gonna be like two or three it was seriously like 10 i was like jesus fuck just such a doll man such a good dude awesome thank you so much but i will will be returning that favor so Uh, thank you though dude awesome work (laughs)
1: fuck yeah tommy guns Very and thoughtful. again another dude in the spp discord that is in the spp secret santas so keep your eyes peeled mr tommy guns uh if you're not in the discord i don't know why the fuck you're not get the fuck in there guys now without further ado it is time for the movie club
0: Let's
4: What up? Okay. It's my pick this week, Fight Club. And although I would call it a classic, it is technically 22 years old. So I won't assume that everybody has seen it. So in brief, a depressed insomniac is dissatisfied with his life, meets a soap salesman seated next to him on a plane, moves in with him to a piece of shit, moldy ass house after his apartment burns down. They accidentally start an underground fight club, Builds a following. It evolves into something called Project Mayhem. By the end credits, it's like the upending of capitalism. So it's a very, it's a wild one. In short, the modern world is unfair and cruel. And it's also without meaning. Therefore, I'm going to blow it up. That's in short. So I'd also say it kind of has an outlaw appeal to it for some reason. I'd say for the same reason that we kind of like serial killer docs. There's a strange appeal to stepping outside of the law. Even though 99% of us don't do it, it's still enjoyable to watch others do it. That's it for me. Thumbs up. Obviously, it was my pick. So, Joey, I'm going to go ahead and go to you first. I know you're always keeping an eye out for actors wearing muscle suits. Nobody's wearing a muscle suit in this one, but Meatloaf <laughs> is wearing a fat suit. So, yeah, like a tit tit. suit.
2: Yeah. Uh-huh. So, bodysuit expert. I've got his a whole- name
1: whole- was Robert Paulson.
2: Yeah. No shit. No, that was good. True. That was that was definitely one thing that. Uh, Stood out to me in a good way were just the effects and the practicality of it as far as the filmmaking is concerned Uh, Yeah, no, it, it certainly holds up um it was a fun to revisit. It's been a while since I've watched it, but yeah, definitely two thumbs up for me. It's uh, definitely up there with uh, one of my favorite David Fincher films, a little bit behind Seven as well as Zodiac. But uh, yeah, I mean, you get Tyler Durden, uh, Brad Pitt in his prime. It's also one of the uh, best antagonists, like villains, if you will, in some respects too, in some films that we've seen in the last like 20 years. So yeah, no, it's just a great film. I got a little bit of add- to it, yeah. Because
4: CJ very rudely interrupted me for the second time this episode. What a Let's hear it. Where? What do you? Fucking in turkey. Inter- All right. So I got a multiple choice for you. you. Meatloaf was wearing a fat suit. What was it made of? Pillow stuffing, bird feed, or ground beef? Joey. Um, what was the first option? Pillow stuffing, bird feed, or ground beef.
1: I'm gonna say bird feed. Go ahead,
3: Joe. I'm going to go with
4: pillow stuffing.
3: Ground beef.
4: (laughs) Well, it pains me to say it because you cut me off, but CJ, bird feed. Bingo. Nice. All right. Well, I'll kick it over to you then, Good stuff. Uh, Yeah. Let's go. Uh,
1: uh, Yeah, yeah, dude. uh, Revisiting this movie was very fun. Uh, Definitely a big part of my childhood. Uh, dude this movie was one of those movies that was like all right cool yeah like you can have funs and punch them like friends and have fun and punch them and get fucked up and do all kinds of dirty ass shit but god forbid the cops show up it was one of those reality checks for sure because you're like yeah let's start a fight club and then you start fighting your friends and then like this isn't this isn't reality so uh yeah super fun movie doesn't really equate to real life but fun story wife and i both had a great time watching it man she brought it up halfway through she was like this movie's fucking heavy and i was like it it really is it's a heavy fucking thinker man so yeah good pick uh didn't expect to see it so early on the movie club however thoroughly enjoyed it so thank you chili and sorry to cut you off again well, I did have. a Yeah, question sorry for to you, cut but... you off again, you bitch. <laughs> <That> <laughs> one, well, I had ahead, a question so for you.
4: No, no, I had a question for you, but you cut me off again. But you sort of answered it, I guess. I don't know. I don't give a shit at this point. It's all good. So, train. I had a question for you. Uh, kind of like last week, we uh, referenced Seinfeld. I can reference Seinfeld again this week. So, question for you: Two of the main cast for Seinfeld were considered for roles in Fight Club. Can you guess which two they were and what the roles were? Oh my God! No, that's true, Brad yeah. Pitt had Jesus to be one of them, Christ. right? No, no. Two of the Seinfeld characters were going to be in Fight Club, or at least they were in considered... fight Yeah, yeah. Holy shit! Newman, uh,
3: Newman was Bob. I was gonna say, was Newman gonna be? Yeah, <sighs> no, but that's an, no, that's an excellent
4: guess. That's an excellent guess. Well, no,
3: George would be Brad Pitt.
4: <laughs> <laughs> George? No, no. George was gonna be uh, Edward Norton's boss. Oh, oh, okay. okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, and the other that makes one sense. was uh, Julie Louis-Dreyfus was going to be Marla. Oh, oh God, dude, she's oh, a
3: fox too. God damn, yeah, loaded sure. rich, by the way, like her oh, whole yeah. family. Yeah, dad's yeah, like an oil billionaire. Yeah. Loaded oh, my my. Hmm? Um, so, so just going back when I watched this movie a long time ago, and I fucking hated it. I think it was because of all the hype. Like, everyone's like, oh, Fight Club. And everyone was a super tough guy. It's just like with the UFC, they watch it once and they think they know how to fucking fight. And like, they're yelling at the TV, like, this is what you should have done with if they were in the ring, they would just get their fucking dicks kicked in. Uh, but that's basically what ruined the movie. But then I watched it probably three years ago and I fucking loved it because I was kind of starting to under. I, maybe it was the, I was in the right frame of mind to like sit and enjoy it. And it really was it was like the story writing was great brad pitt i mean even though he's the hottest man ever like i don't give a shit you know a good looking dude that guy had zero percent body fat guy is shredded you could do your laundry on his fucking torso uh but yeah i mean he's an incredible actor edward norton i've heard so many stories that guy is the biggest piece of shit on the planet, one of our good producer, Dave, his brother-in-law used to do uh, security in L.A. at a bunch of clubs, said the guy is the biggest fuckhead. And I think that was another reason why I was like, well, fuck this. Like, fuck that guy. Fuck everything about this. But um, it, there's no denying. His acting is fantastic. The story writing is amazing. Uh, the shots are fantastic. I would love to start a fight club with just me and CJ in it and no one else is allowed in it. Uh, but, yeah, you all love- in all great movie it really is it's just a well written and fincher joe you alluded to that i mean that guy Mind he's Hunter. made some mindhunter uh 7 one of my favorite mm-hmm. movies ever made i mean jesus fuck that guy is a killer zodiac was the same movie same type deal hated it watched it again absolutely loved it fantastic movie so uh all in all fight club thumbs up big thumbs up all thumbs up
4: yeah nice fantastic all right well that's yeah, fucking awesome right what are we watching next week then? Oh, you uh, know, I
1: am Jack's <laughs> next well, pick. Train, plans. go ahead. Oh, are no, you not? Are you? No, I'm next. Oh, pack. train He's is. Flying. That's why I said yeah. train.
3: Yeah, he said it. PP yeah. head. Okay. Here it is, ladies and gentlemen. Right now, oh my god, he is so fired up right now. So, uh, I have watched Back to the Future once. I watched it for thirty seconds. And turned it off after he blew up the speaker because I was like, I am just in absolutely no mood to watch his shit. Now, I do want to throw this out here. I have missed the boat on this movie. So you watched it as a kid. You loved it because it was crazy. It was like, oh, my God, he's doing all this really cool shit. I'm an adult now. It's going to be hard to suspend my disbelief and kind of put it to the side and it's older so maybe a lot of the stuff won't land as well in 2021 as it would in whatever the fuck year this came out what 90 1989 yeah 80s so 80 something yeah 85. so either way i'm i'm going to really go for it i'm going to give this a shot and uh, you know i like michael j fox i think he's he seems like a really great dude there's a lot of from the sneaker culture and a lot of cool things that came out of this movie, and I I definitely understand that, so I'm looking forward to it, I I, I could finally say, hey, I watched this whole movie, and I will give 100% honest feedback next week, no bullshit, my wife and I are going to watch it, my wife loves the movie because she saw it when she was a little kid, so I feel like that is really what it is, I mean, we've seen a lot of movies as kids that we absolutely love, that if we didn't see them and we watched them as adults, we would fucking hate, so...
4: I think this the only thing that you have to know going in, being somebody who didn't see it back in the day, and you're going to manage your expectations because you missed I it, up, like I said, is Christopher Lloyd. His I was performance say as that. Doc is a little extra. Other okay, than that, extra in all a, the right ways. In all the right ways. Over the
2: top in a fun way. Yeah. Exactly. I in any way. other way. But yeah, yeah, yeah no, I'm glad it's... to hear you're going in with a clear mind, with a clean slate. That's the way to uh, look at it. And hey, at Take the end of the day, you can at least say you gave it a shot and you gave it uh, your undivided attention. That's all we ask.
3: Yeah, yep. that's it. So yeah. when I come back next week, and if I give a shit, I'll have a good reason why. Because <laughs> it fucking sucked. Or I love it. I don't know. We'll see. But see Shout out to the DeLorean. Just, ad.
2: I wonder if this just opens up the can of then having to watch the second and the third. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> uh, all I know
3: is I saw the cover for three and they're like cowboys or something. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Here we fucking go, <laughs> rabbit hole. We'll see. So yeah, I mean, hey, I'm I'm for real. I'm really I'm not gonna like fucking yuck it up and be like, oh, this sucked when I really liked it. If I liked it, I liked it. It was just like with Fight Club. I used to fucking hate it, and everyone's like, what? And I was like, it's for real. I hated it. So <laughs> fuck you, Hendar, asshole. Uh, so yeah, so we'll see. Yep, next week. So watch it, Back in the Future, oh, revisit it, and you have a plenty of time. A lot of people have a four-day weekend. Uh, eat some turkey go, and yeah. some, yes. for you, absolute pigs that eat cranberry yeah. sauce. Fucking mutants. All right, easy, pal. Yeah, Let's okay. just
1: jump on in, okay? okay. Right. Dude, you know, I'm just glad you're going in, like Joey said, with an open mind. You're going to watch the whole thing, more than fucking five minutes. So, Seconds. Uh, same smell. Let's go into the next movie. I think, is this... This is the, the trailer, trailer for Back to the, the Future? Oh, my God. Here we go, yeah. No, I don't think I've now ever watched the trailer.
2: trailers, yeah. All Giddy right. Giddy-up is fun. right. Steven Spielberg presents
0: Back to the Future, a Robert Zemeckis film. Marty leads an ordinary life. God, what a good choice for Never a fucking weird future is time machine car. Well, history is going to change. And 1985 for is 40. not... <laughs> there you go, Train, your favorite part. Dr. Song. Brown is about to change all that.
2: Are you telling me that you built a time machine out of a DeLorean?
0: He's sending Marty 30 years back in time. It works! It's a flying saucer from outer space! <laughs> Now he's trapped in the past. It's gotta be a dream. About to meet. Hugh Lewis in the news. That's the power of love. He's and he's making an impression on his mother.
2: He's an absolute dream. And he's oh, in my dream.
0: Anything you do could have
4: serious repercussions on future events.
0: He's got to make his mother and father fall in love. Isn't that his mom? Yeah. And only Dr. Brown can help him get back to the future. Are you telling me that this sucker is nuclear? Those Blazers? Michael J. Fox. Whoa, this is heavy. Christopher Lloyd. There's that word again, heavy. Why are things so heavy in the future? Cryptid Champ. Back
3: to the future. Wow. So why? Oh, that's sweet. real quick. Is that how he talks? Like, hey, hey guys, come on. That doc. sounded sped up, but no, he okay. doesn't talk like okay. that. He talks like a normal ass guy. That'll be like when Adam Sandler does his like stupid, annoying voice. So I can't even fucking do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like it's unwatchable when you. he does that. Uh, but yeah, I'm, sure. I'm excited. I'm excited to see it, and I don't, you know, whatever. And I know it's nostalgic. Like I, I'm not going into this movie like this is this has got to be a really serious oscar nod fucking pinnacle of acting like i i know it's supposed to be a fun you know it's a popcorn movie it, yeah it,
4: it for pains
1: sure. me to th- say this but you're not a pea brain train like you've got good taste
3: oh uh, keep going
1: no i won't let's jump into fucking sporty bangers let's go okay bitch <laughs>
2: All right, folks, welcome back to Sporty (laughs) Bangers, and today we are showcasing the Alaylee May Air Jordan 4 Veterans Day P.E. This was in honor of her father and fellow veterans for Veterans Day. There is no official release date because this is an exclusive friends and family pair. Only 80 were made, and of course, P.J. Tucker got a pair somehow, so he is rocking one of 80. This upper of the sneaker features a sweet desert storm, desert camo with tan netting and wings, has suede midsoles and heel tabs along with a purple quilted insole, similar to what we've seen in the Air Jordan Amamon 3. It stamps with... a Lele May's A logo, and then rounding out the design is a removable Velcro Jumpman Campus patch that replaces the standard flight branding that we see on the tongue. So again, this is an exclusive friends and family pair, only 80 made. I think it has a cool vibe to it. It also has a great um, significance, has a great cause for it. Thought that was cool that PJ Tucker was rocking this. We can quickly toss this around, guys. What do you think about this Air Jordan 4 PE that we see here on the feet of PJ Tucker? Chili, let me start with you. Are you feeling this? Are you into camo? I'm sure you're down with the, what it stands for, but what do you think of a design standpoint of this, uh, may excuse me, air Jordan 4 veterans day PE.
4: Uh, well, you thank you for that preference. Yes. I'm down with what it represents that said camo print, very tough to pull off. And the only camo kicks that I can think of that are a total fucking bullseye. And maybe this is a stretch is the air max duck camo. Everything nice else, pull. including these they can take a hike. No, thanks.
2: Okay, for sure. I like the Desert Storm look. I think where we're so accustomed to seeing just the typical camouflage, like, look, I prefer this Desert Storm one. And even though we can't see it in the uh, pictures, that removable patch like compass is kind of a nice... uh, Uh, addition and then also i think that suede both on the heel tab along the midsole is a nice addition too but uh yeah altogether the uh the significance the importance of it for veterans day i think is what highlights it but i still think it's a pretty cool colorway even though it's not an official release cj what do you think about this air jordan 4 pe
1: man uh chili words right out of my mouth camo is hard to pull off however if you're a basketball player and you're on court you could put off whatever the fuck you want. Now that being said, on the street, this is gonna be hard to pair with fits, man. Unless you got the cactus jack vest and all that shit to match this motherfucker, there's <laughs> no way it's gonna work. So I don't know. I've got mixed mixed feelings about this. I love the Air Jordan Four. I do like the little details and the nods to where it comes from. However, it, it just doesn't sit good with me. So I'm out. But, uh, man, uh, shout out PJ, man. He's, he's pulling off anything and everything on the goddamn court. Guys got the money for it. Fucking do it up. Keep doing it up too, man. I hope someone follows in his footsteps because seeing crazy shit on court, it's pretty fucking rad.
2: <laughs> yeah, most definitely. I think that is cool that he busted these off and you're right. He always brings the heat on and off the hardwood. Um, train, what do you think here about these Air Jordan fours? I am. I, are, are you guys fucking Crazy. Or what?
3: These are so hard. Like, what the fuck are you talking? Time- black, I wasn't black everything. I was... These are yeah, so black fucking and white. hard, you wear a, yeah, dude. Face, uh, yeah. Brown hoodie, black joggers with these. A uh, fuck that olive green. Anything with these. These are so fuck. I remember when these pictures were coming out like eight months ago. Of this, I yeah. was like, "Holy shit, dude! This is going to be a banger!" For and of course, we get our hearts just ripped out of our chests and thrown on the ground and stomped out. But it is a great cause. Super cool that she got to do that for her dad. What a fucking feeling! Like making your own PE for your father. Yeah, like that is so Definitely. hard. It's really really cool. Uh, and yeah, fuck you guys. This shoe. Oh ho, ho, ho. Speaking of cats, you know where I'm going with this. Uh, yeah, any day.
2: Charlie, what do you got? Go Are you just disagreeing, Chili, or what do you got to add here on these?
3: Probably some bullshit.
4: Yeah, I just had some bullshit, so I'm just gonna not bother. I'm just gonna mute myself again. Go ahead, train. Well, train, train would fuck a cat. Thank so you. So
1: that's that's the that's the point being made. What a rude dude. Well, he said it last episode. I'm just reiterating.
4: <laughs> oh, I'm agreeing. Train's the the bad guy. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. With
1: you, Chili. Go cool, go.
4: Cool. Playlist.
1: oh okay all right yeah let's jump into the playlist let's go move on baby that's right guys wow okay shut up pussy uh (laughs) into <laughs> this week's spp playlist uh to start it off i'll just give you my four tasty treats we'll jump into the boys four tasty treats and then we'll get into some absolute fucking stinkers uh for me man i feel like i got a fun list for you guys number four is Slapshot. is the band song is old time hardcore if yes. you want some old time hardcore Slapshot is the band to get to Great fucking song. Great fucking band. Dig in if you like old time hardcore. Great shit. So, Train, I hear you. I know you're with me. Number three for me, a little bit new, but it's the latest. I don't know if it's the latest. I probably shouldn't say that. But we talked about Randy Blythe from Lamb of God. Lamb of of God, Anthropoid. Anthropoid is the song. Shit rips front to back. Uh, Number two, this one, Train, I need you to listen to is the fall of Troy inside out inside slash out amazing song front to back killer guitar work killer drum work killer vocals all around super fucking fun and number one is Maxine seconds later a weird pop punk band that fell off the planet I don't even think they're around doing music anymore but a fun band they're kind of a three-piece like the police were where they were kind of like a power trio where they made a lot of noise the three dudes but fun song let's bring the boys in and we'll get some more tasty ass treats let's just jump straight down to Mr. fucking train brain
3: what do you got for the four tasty treats let's go god that slap shot pick well done great band great band name everything yeah just that just like some good old time hardcore yeah it's just like hardcore punk dude so sick um my number four turnstile holiday I don't. Woo! You didn't put that on there, did you? No, that's a good fucking song. That's a great song off their new album, Glow Up or Glow On. My bad. Jesus, that whole album is so good. My son loves Turnstile. He's two and a half. Uh, my number three, Tame Impala, Lawson yesterday. Great song. Okay. Great line. Fuck, it's just so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, if you want to get uh, downright dirty, Emir. Uh, the song is called Natural Born Killer. Oh, uh, if you want to run through a fucking brick wall, throw this shit on. Oh my, it starts so hard. Uh, so yeah, Emir, natural born killer, uh, and number one, Polaris, Hypermania. Definitely check it out, CJ. Damn. Ra- oh yeah. It's, okay. It, they've got like an every time I die vibe about them. It's just they're rock, Ooh, like nice, heavy dude. rock. They just cook right into it. It's fucking
1: hard, baby. Hey, do me a favor. Listen to what I suggested. I'll oh, listen I to what you did. Baby, let's jump over, Mr. Joey Days. What do you have in the playlist, friend?
2: All right. Uh, my picks are kind of pretty uh, heavy guitar-driven since we went with uh, our top three as guitarists. So uh, in no particular order, I have uh, glass jaw, Jesus Glue. I just love this song, and I love the guitar tone particularly. It just fucking rips. Um, I'm also going yes. with Skinny Puppy Death, another song that I picked off of the another process earlier. Another Skinny Yeah. This song is just heavy, hard hit and has an g- awesome guitar riff. It's just an awesome industrial song with the drum machine and the guitar just goes, man. It's awesome. Then I have uh, Pantera, This Love. It's just a banger. It speaks for itself. I think it's just a great representation of Pantera. And it's not often that you get a metal band like outside of Ozzy, if you will, that has like a straight-up like love ballad, too. So I think that's pretty cool that they did that. And then lastly, I'm um, going with John 5 and his guitar version of Beat It it's awesome it just shreds um if you're familiar with john five he's with the likes of uh, manson um rob zombie uh rob halford a bunch of different bands but he's a talented guitarist and uh, he just kills this version of beat it so those are my four picks
1: john five my mom threw him up in the top three guitarist list oh dude they have fender awesome. telecaster yeah. the is unreal, unreal. The, the entire collection art? of Telecasters <laughs> yeah. that dude has is like unbelievable. Golden
3: shit. The guy is so hard. Dude, wow. he's got I'm...
1: one with glow in the dark liquid, like lava lamp shit in so the body. So that's dope. sweet. That's I didn't out.
2: see that pop up. That's dope. That she had Unreal. John Five in her top three. That, that's awesome. yeah, man.
1: They have his autograph up in the fucking uh, guitar room or whatever they have in their house. Oh, I'll, I'll send you a picture tomorrow, bro. Happy Thanksgiving Love. again. Chili, <laughs> please give us your Shit, thoughts, I man.
3: gotta sign a guitar for them so they can put it up in the. <laughs> <laughs> room. Right, hey, be go ahead. They, they will. Know,
4: holidays, that's a good idea. A, a ukulele. They have
1: a 1692 pick.
4: There you go. Fucking A. Go ahead, Chili. Alright, like Joey, I kind of did the guitar top three thing integration, so number one for me. Know your enemy, Rage right against the machine.
2: Real nice. good use of the kill switch.
4: Yeah. Uh number two, a little bit of a deep cut. Corn, black as a soul, great guitar work. Once again, Pantera, five minutes alone. And uh, Steve Ray Vaughn, Texas Flood.
3: Best Pantera song. Besides <laughs> fucking hostile, five minutes alone. Five Sexy's minutes guitar riff. Five oh. what'd I say? Five seconds alone? Five minutes alone. You said five I minutes. Mean. Okay. Yeah. Uh that guitar riff in the bridge. Oh yeah, just fuck put me down.
4: Yeah. Put it right up there with I'm broken. It's oh, back-to-back songs. Damn
3: it. Yeah, train that's at the uh,
0: fucking R-B-100, hostile. Yeah.
3: Oh, For God. sure, man. Damn, all right, cook out the shitty stinker, CJ. All right, all right. Let's, do all it. Let's right. ruin this vibe right Let's now. Let's
1: ruin this vibe completely. All right, stinker this week, guys. I know you're with me. It is Evanescence, Bring Me to Life. What a fucking pile of dog shit. I think the best version of this song I've ever heard is Disney's Goofy singing this Wake me up. Oh, can't
3: wake up, dude. It is probably better than the original,
1: on uh, oh, yeah, like top tier compared to the original
2: dog shit song uh it's crazy to think they're making bank (laughs) off of that though oh my god
1: still to this day you hear that song on the radio oh they're getting royalties my
2: dad back
3: like when that (laughs) album first came out he's like dude have you heard this new super heavy band and i was like (laughs) oh "Oh god God. and he's like yeah they're called evanescence have you heard it's so heavy (laughs) it's pretty hard (laughs) and i beat him to death right there i killed him so i beat him to fucking death for that you heard this hard song this heavy song
1: all right Fucking so was that your pick me or
0: up. wake me up
3: Dude, jesus bullshit so what's your what's your stinky pick me yeah oh man yeah. so this come is, on as as i say every week worst song ever made uh <laughs> avril Lavigne, skater boy i swear Ooh. to god can i read the, the i i have lyrics here this is real okay <laughs> This is for real. I'm going to try to read this being dead serious. He was a boy. She was a girl. Can I make it any more obvious? He was a punk. She did ballet. What more can I say? He wanted her. She'd never tell. Secretly, she wanted him as well. But all of her friends stuck up their nose. They had a problem with his baggy clothes. (laughs) That's real. That's real fucking lyrics. Skater boy. I remember they were calling her the princess of punk, like MTV and shit. It was like, a
1: skater boy. She I, said, see you later, boy. It was like,
3: <laughs> shut the fuck up. Like, I bet like Henry Rollins was just bashing his fucking head through a wall. It's like, yeah, the princess of yeah. punk. Get the fuck out of here. way Because she wears a backwards trucker hat. Like, get the fuck out of here. God damn it. Henry yeah, Rollins song ever rolling in his undug grave. Jesus,
1: seriously. <laughs> Bringing <it> battery acid. <laughs> Go ahead, my man. What do you got?
2: Um, for me, my stinker this week is uh, saliva. Click, click, boom. Oh my <laughs> god! I, I just—I don't know if it's the song or the singer that's grosser. I mean, it's just when I see—it's just when you get that image and then you hear the song too. I, I believe it or not, I saw the video. I saw and heard the video in an elevator, and it was just like, oh man, it couldn't have been worse. Like twenty seconds, I took down. But similar in to like elevator? that, no light yeah of random places like it was a commercial like it played i i I, could you i kid you not and it just made me think like uh this is like again when you see the singer too it's just so off-putting it's just one of those songs (laughs) similar to third strike no light that's just one of those just awful new metal songs that i just think back during that time what you got cj
1: what's more off-putting his 14 eyebrow rings or his awful (sighs) soap patch
2: I both i forgot nice, about yeah. all the piercings too and i think again <laughs> it's just it's that it's that drastic transition from like the verse to the chorus where he's just trying to sing and it just does not work at all it's just a terrible <laughs> musical yeah. decision yeah you know, <laughs> Yeah, it just it doesn't it work right as a vocalist. Yeah.
3: I like getting, I like looking at deep cuts, like finding these bands and being like, "Where the f- what the fuck are they up to nowadays?" Because I'm just always hoping that I find one of them's working at a Jiffy Lube or something, just like totally normal gig, like whatever. No, 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 and he's he's like a big, a real deal, like big pastor now. Like, oh, he no was, shit. like, talking about <laughs> banging babes and drinking <laughs> brews and Click, all this shit. And now who? he's some pastor with, like, a flat the top. On the radio. Yeah, it was just like, what the <laughs> fuck, dude? Like, this guy's, like, trying to act all hard. And he, I don't know, it was just so weird. But, yeah, so that's what he... And, uh, oh, I already talked about Breakfast at Tiffany's guy. He's now, like, a manager at a seafood restaurant. So, okay, that's it. <laughs> wow. That's a real story. Well, last but not, not least... Money. Money definitely not least mr chili
1: what is your stinky and it better not be a good song you motherfucker yeah it will be
4: uh well i was positive i was going to win and those the last two picks were fantastic so but we'll see get naked methods of mayhem <laughs> This is Tommy I forgot Lee's. that was even a band. This is like the day rap rock died. It's Tommy from uh, okay. I'm trying to remember who all was in it. It was George Clinton, which is a weird pull, Fred Durst, and Will Kim. And Whoa. it is like oh. fantastically bad, like in an enjoyable way. It's so bad it's almost good because it's almost fun. Dude,
3: wasn't that the music video where like Tommy Lee's completely naked and the light is flashing on his beef? And it's just oh, like yeah. so bizarre
4: he's rap 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 rocking about his yeah and then oh, like a big right like
3: a big
4: uh rooster oh man <laughs> oh well i'll let the, you the video
3: you oh, know what my god get naked <laughs> well, yeah. go.
1: great picks by all really quick fun. before we move forward though train you were talking about your beef in the light Uh, We didn't talk about it earlier, but we did talk about talking about it earlier, which is a strange sentence to say, but your vasectomy. Can we dive
3: in now? Yeah, I'll make it super quick because I talked to the boys for, for, I don't know, like 45 minutes about it, like five minutes after it happened. So Friday, I went in, went into this office. My wife was there because I said I needed a driver or something, and I was like, (laughs) okay. Uh, Walked in dude's like okay so i go into like a, a patient room he comes in i'm like standing naked in front of him which is super fucking weird i don't know it was just like he's feeling my beef he's like rubbing my nard bag i was like okay like it's all good like you got to check he's like i just got to check <laughs> make sure you don't have it's like the guy's grabbed probably 80 million pairs of nards so it's like okay whatever <laughs> dude it's all good um we go into another room we're just fucking i'm laying there i noticed that all of his utensils like all of his cutters and shit gold all gold i was like all right this guy is fucking hard so he gets he starts injecting the the numbing agent into my into my sack felt like getting kicked in the balls instantly like it felt like five seconds after getting kicked in the in the ball bag that's how it felt and it still feels like that to this day so we're almost a week out, and it's still. I was showing the boys. I showed. I even showed. Uh, dude, Tom I saw Bowman. your
1: balls tonight. Yeah, <laughs> I did. showed I'm Tom Bowman, joke. too.
3: I wanted I to show you guys my it balls. It. It's like, uh, yeah, <laughs> they did. They tape my nu- They tape my donk up, uh, up to my stomach, <laughs> so he could just get a full. And dude, so he's like cutting and doing his shit, and then I see him go like this and hit a doorbell thing, and it, I hear it sound outside, like. Two nurses come in. I'm sprawled out, fucking meat hanging. They're just walking in. and He's like, "Hey, can I get some more fucking Nothing. tissues or whatever the fuck he said?" Just hanging out, just, buck cherry. Yeah, just, just dick taped <laughs> up. Like it, it, it was just so weird. I don't know. It was just a really. It took 15 minutes. Like, slice and dice, boom, out the door. I mean, and it was so funny. Before I went in the original time, <laughs> like, to get it all done, this dude comes out. Like, it's just like a round robin, right? They're just turning us ass- assholes out. So this dude comes out, and he's walking like, out, dude, I hope I can fucking, you can see me. Hold on. So I'm like <laughs> so, and I'm thinking I'm like, "Holy fuck, like, yeah, right, dude. He's playing this shit up. Like, yeah, right, dude. I did the same thing. And there were other guys when I was leaving, and I know they were thinking the same exact thing like, "All right, how's this guy walking?" And I was like trying to play it off like, no, nah, no big deal." But I already knew. I was like, "Oh, dude, I can't even walk right." It was brutal. The best part of the whole story real oh shoes on the whole time for real completely naked I mean just my, my <laughs> g-string and shorts off my shoes g-string. on I was wearing my butters too my easy butters yeah. and I was like fuck I hope I don't get like ball bag blood all over them um uh, best part of the whole fucking story this is a true story my wife's waiting in the car I go downstairs I'm like where are you she's like I'm right around the corner she's like I'm right here so she pulls up blasting and I mean level, volume 11, I Feel Like a Woman by Shania Twain. <laughs> I was so, I was like, such a proud moment. I was like, oh, and Let's she was go, dying. girls. Yeah, she's, yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah,
3: dude. I was fucking dying. I was so proud. It was like one of the proudest moments I've had of her. I was like, okay. She's like, I've been stewing on that for 24 hours right now. So, yeah, all oh, in man. all, balls hurt, uh, worth it. That's it.
1: Crazy. <laughs> They're definitely blue, my friend. I saw them earlier, oh, yeah. and I can attest for all you listeners, they were as blue as Chili's background right now. Yeah. Goddamn, dude. Yeah. Unfucking believable. And for her to be blasting Shania Twain, man. Proud of her. I feel yeah. like a woman. Yeah,
3: man, <laughs> Didn't I even later. see it coming. I was like, no way. <laughs>
2: CJ, you're right, awesome, like, man. Damn. Any song we need, we just ask you. You just hype <laughs> it out. Love it.
1: Seriously. Thank you. Thank you. I'm a host for a reason. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. with all that being said, thank you guys for the SVP playlist picks. Lucia, appreciate you popping them into Apple Music. They will be on Spotify tomorrow morning as well. We are going to jump into Cheapskate Chili. Let's get cheap.
4: so technically not a mystery box this time. They've been such fucking duds that I thought I'd just open up something that I got that I'm sure is going to be a piece of shit. Fine. I tried to order, well, you know, I don't know, whatever. We'll see. I ordered a bath mat or a doormat. We'll see how it works, what it looks like. Very suspicious so far because I think they're usually a little bit bigger than this. I think doormats are usually bigger than this. So it's got to be folded. It's supposed to be a cause one. It's four bucks long. It's four bucks and change, including shipping, so my expectations are fucking rock bottom. If it's and, two by uh,
1: two, I'm dead.
4: Yeah, it's like a mouse pad. That's kind of what it looks like. <laughs> that's what it looked like. Yeah, that's yeah. the size of it. it. No, it's folded. Okay, because it seemed too thick to not be folded. I was yeah, going to seemed...
3: say, either way, it's going front door. Like, no question.
4: I'm not even... Let's see. <laughs> oh, you know yeah. what? <laughs> okay. You know, that's I mean, a car, well, mat. I was going to say, that's for your car. better than I was expecting. Throw that
3: in the
1: mobile. Yeah.
4: There's some serious creases on there. You know what? Not... For a few bucks, not too bad. I mean, I'm not excited. Yeah, for but... a
1: few bucks, not too bad.
4: <laughs> All right, I don't know what to say, man. I was hoping it would be either a much better or much worse. It's not. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, that's so. That's
3: the right attitude to have. It's kind yeah. of like, eh, eh whatever. For four what I... bucks, like I, you know, if I were you, and let's do it. Let's get that three dollar refund. Say, so, oh, it's creased because it is. It's creased. So let's get a little money back because let's be uh, a yeah. yeah. piece of shit.
4: So, i should yeah. pay what i mm. pay for what i got you're right so i'm gonna shoot him a little whatever and see what's up and just get it calculated down to the right price good call that's trained.
3: what i like to hear they, get, it's the old chili we know mm-hmm. get that, that chili nice and spicy mm-hmm. some people can't
1: handle it especially the guys in china where you mm-hmm. got the map from uh mm-hmm. seriously mm-hmm. though doesn't look bad i'm kind of surprised you could actually make out the character so good call yeah. good pull uh you know uh, throw it in I the back of the ubermobile that's yeah a hundred percent so Hamilton. hold on let me ask you yes being that's the product you got and you paid what five bucks four and change roundup call five sure okay how does it make you feel and what the fuck are you gonna do with it
4: uh you know looking at it honestly it's got a factory smell to it i want no part it's probably gonna go in the trash or in the car <laughs> or uh, or on the patio. whoever you
3: or whoever you got for Secret Santa in our Discord, which if oh I throw don't that in with now, it, yeah. You are gonna get so yeah. much shit. Like God, I, feel I hope I get chili. So pumped!
4: <laughs> oh, I <laughs> hope you get me too. It'd be very. I don't even have to mail it. Yeah.
3: Just send off. me right, another pair easy. of
1: nylons. I'm good oh, and a fucking fifty cent Jack in the Box <laughs> card. You <laughs> asshole!
0: I'll Legendary. Get
1: yeah, you that no munchie meal. <laughs> smart man all right (laughs) (laughs) right on well holy shit dudes it is time to get in another favorite of joey's it's time for the sports book gentlemen let's go
3: week 12 we're here We're moving along quickly. This season is flying by. Immediately get Joey in here. Let's go. Uh, And we have the extra game. Yes, we have the extra game. Wait. Oh, he's working on it. There you go, baby. There you You go. got this. Uh, We're going to get right into it. Three turkey day games. This is exciting. For everyone sitting around enjoying themselves, having some brewski, eating a shitload of food, just being an absolute hog. This is a good day. So we're gonna start it off. Bears at Lions. Yikes and yikes. Who do you got here? Wow, not a way to cook off the day. But let's go. Who do you got?
2: No, for sure. Uh man, I'd love for the Lions to get their first win on Thanksgiving and really uh, give back to their fans. But I don't have much faith in the Bears. But I'm gonna take the Bears. I, I every week,
3: I'm going for the Lions. They are not gonna lose. I don't get. I don't consider that tie a win. I consider that a loss. So. They are not going to lose every game this season. This is the week that Old TW picks the Lions and they win. I'll take a loss every single week in our stats okay. until they yeah. get that W. So next up, oh my God, the Raiders at the Cowboys. Who you
2: got here? Oh yeah, yeah. This isn't personal. Don't t- don't take it this <laughs> way, my friend. But yeah, Cowboys. <laughs> I just don't think that the the strength of the schedule is gonna really catch up to them and that's that's a tough game.
3: Revenge game. Raiders are back, oh. baby. They're back on the horse. Josh Jacobs is gonna have an insane day. Two touchdowns, 140 okay. yards. He's just Whoa. gonna have a day. Uh so yeah, I'm taking the Raiders, of course. Uh, and then the third game for Thursday, Bills at Saints. I am off the bill train. I am so done. Like they they are breaking my heart every week. They're playing like I absolute you. dog shit. Who do you got here?
2: Um, I hear you, man. They've had some tough losses. This last week against the Colts was very surprising. I did not see that coming. New Orleans has had back-to-back losses too, um, but I just don't buy Trevor Simon. I think the Buffalo Bills are able to ride the ship here and get the win and beat the Saints.
3: I am off the Bills train, but I'm still picking them this week to beat the Saints. I just I cannot yeah. I cannot go for the Saints at all in any way, shape, or form. So. Taking yeah. the Bills a win, who knows? They could just get blown out. I mean, it's definitely possible. It's they're they're a shocking team to say the least. And the Patriots uh, keep
2: winning, so unreal. They're right behind. They're saying yeah.
3: Patriots versus Bucks in the Super Bowl. Could you My fucking gosh. imagine? There you oh, go. Oh boy. Uh, okay, and then we move over to Sunday. We got the Bucks at Colts. Who you got here?
2: Uh, I just referenced the Colts. They had that big upset, impressive win last week um, over the Bills. But uh, I just think the Bucks are. Uh, is too much for him i think i will take the bucks here over the colts
3: same not even a not even a thought at all uh no yeah brady's gonna keep it going so Lucia, move it over to the next side please sir if you could uh jets and texans
2: who you got here yeah, I mean, continually, I'm always calling the Texans an expansion team, and I will continue to do that. And the expansion team got their second win last week, and I think they have just enough here to, uh, I don't want to say play upset, but I think they can play a little spoiler here and ruin the Jets Sunday. So I'm going to take the Texans to beat the Jets.
3: Holy shit, <laughs> yeah. you're taking the expansion team. I am, I'm uh, taking the I'm expansion team. With, <laughs> I'm rolling with the Jets. I mean, either way, <laughs> an unwatchable game. Yes. No one cares like both of them could fucking close shop no one cares about either of these teams Uh, but I'm taking the Jets Uh, next up we got Eagles at Giants could we see Joey actually pick his team for once. You got yeah,
2: here? no, for sure. Totally. I usually call them how I see them this time. I am taking the Eagles. Hopefully that's not karma and it works <laughs> against me. But they uh, they have a nice little streak going the first time they've had back to back wins this season, including finally winning at home, which was nice. Um, division games are tough and the Giants play them hard. But I just think the Giants are just too banged up right now. Uh, so the Eagles should win.
3: Hertz was an absolute freak last week I mean if he plays like that that's the kind of star you guys need I mean he was amazing running scored TDs I mean good shit but yeah I'm taking the Eagles too no fucking way I'm taking the Giants even though I have Saquon (laughs) Barkley in my fantasy team I am in dead last like the worst I have Josh Jacobs and Saquon Barkley as my starting two right either they're not playing they're either not playing or not playing so either they're physically just not there or they're just not playing good at all so but josh like, Jacobs is
2: game. going for two touchdowns in a buck this is his week he's back okay. baby right. okay this <laughs> is the fucking week okay so next up we got the panthers at the dolphins who do you got here this is a tough one too especially last week the panthers i picked them to win against the redskins but that didn't happen uh i don't know miami seems to be uh Clicking right now. They have some things going for them, particularly their defense. uh I'm going to take them, especially since they're at home. So I got the Dolphins over the Panthers.
3: I'm taking the Panthers, but it, it could go either way. This is one of those games, total crap shoot. I mean, just shot in the dark. So I'm with you. Next up, uh t- Titans of Patriots. I, it, it, I don't know what's going on here. Two teams that are shocking everyone. Who do you got? Yeah,
2: for sure. Yeah, no one saw these two teams to be where they are right now currently. Wow, yeah, they're gonna be good. Yeah, five straight wins here, and I think even though the Titans are banged up, I st- I'm taking the Pats, man. I can they're gonna continue to roll.
3: I'm taking the Pats too, but yeah, the Titans are eight and three. Like what <laughs> the f- what the fuck am I hearing? Eight and three. I mean, shit. The Patriots are seven and four. So I- it's just it's crazy. Both of those teams being awesome and good for Mac Jones. Like I- yeah, I'm loving seeing absolutely. it. Absolutely. Good to see it. Uh, Steelers at Bengals. The Bengals who embarrassed the Raiders last week somehow. I just don't understand. Who are you taking here?
2: Yeah, I'm going to take the Bengals here. I just think they have a lot more uh, offensive firepower over the um, Steelers.
3: Same. I agree. Uh, next up, Falcons. Oh, yeah, I'm taking the Bengals too. Uh, next up, Falcons at Jags. Yee! Who you got here? How? How are the Falcons God. such dog shit? Like, how the fuck is this a thing? How is this happening?
2: This <laughs> they are so bad. Now, this is a game I do not want to touch. Um, Yeah, <laughs> just like you mentioned, uh, if there's any team that's going to find a way outside of the Lions to blow it, it's the Atlanta Falcons. So uh, I'm, I'm going to take the Jags. I don't even want to say pull it an upset, but it's just <laughs> know, because, it's like not you an say, upset. the Falcons will find a way to blow it.
3: Somehow the Falcons are four and six. Like, it just makes zero sense. They are so bad. Matt, like, Matt Ryan, what the fuck is going on? Because he's not a bad quarterback. It's just like, I, I don't know. Like, the, they're unwatchable, for real. Just man, such a fucking bad
2: team. Ever since that Super Bowl loss, man, they oh just have not God. This
3: thing. Just, yeah, PTSD, man. And I yeah, get it. That's don't. brutal. Oh. Um, okay, next up, Chargers at Broncos. Divisional game, AFC West. Let's Let's have your pick here.
2: Yeah, for sure. These are tough matchups, uh, but I will take the Chargers. I think they have too much firepower. There's just not enough on the offensive end for the Broncos.
3: Herbert's firing on all cylinders. Eckler is a killer. I'm taking the Chargers also. Uh, Then uh, next up, uh, Rams at Green Bay. Ooh, this is a good one. This is a good game here. Who you got?
2: Yeah, this is real tough here, especially uh, since – the pa- excuse me the packers are coming off a loss for the uh vikings i think they're going to be really hungry and the the rams are coming off a bye and previously they got uh worked by the niners but you know what i look at this as a must win for the rams they're just neck and neck behind the cardinals they can't afford to lose anymore the niners have been creeping up in the mix too so i am going to take the rams i think the bye week helped them uh, i'm pulling that if an upset if you will just to make things a little interesting so i'm going to take them over the packers
3: yeah, this is another one, and I hear what you're saying just because they would be considered the underdog, but either one of these teams could win. They're both great teams. You're not going to win every fucking game. There's the, the, a trap game is a trap game for a reason. Like, great teams will lose to shit teams. I mean, this is what I'm saying. The Raiders have lost a lot of games. They're the great team, but they will lose to shit teams. So that's just what I'm trying to say here. So uh, next up, Vikings at 49ers. I, ay, yay. Go ahead.
2: Yeah, this is another tough one. Um, I think that the Vikings are having a little role here. They're coming off of beating the Packers this last week. They're running game with Dalvin Cook. We've talked about him. The Niners, you never know what you're going to get. They're just too inconsistent. I don't trust Kirk Cousins, but I just think if they rely on that running game and their defense plays well, they can come out of uh, San Francisco with the win. I agree. And what is it, man? It's, I, I, it, they're, they're not the
3: worst team. It's they're they're just bad. Like, Kirk Cousins, he's playing yeah. fucking great, but it's Kirk Cousins. It's yeah. I saw a meme about that. It's like his stats are great. Everything about the guy's great, but it's Kirk Cousins, so everyone hates him. I, I don't know. It's just so bizarre. But and shout out Mosh, big uh big Vikings oh, guy. Sure, I hit definitely. I got the, the runners. Huh? Anyone else? Hello? Yeah. Very fucking pumped about that. So I'm taking the Vikings too. Let's move it up next. Browns and Ravens. Wow. What do you got here? Yeah, these, Lamar Jackson, I believe, guys. is back.
2: Yeah, both of these teams are banged up. I know Baker may- Mayfield may play, but yeah, he's just barely hanging on. I'm going to take the Ravens. I think they will just have Baker. May- excuse me, um, Lamar Jackson. I think they just have enough to uh, pull off a victory.
3: Same, taking the Ravens. I, I just, I, I, it's hard for me to go against, especially against the Browns. Browns are just. What the fuck is going on in Cleveland, man? Seriously. Uh, And then for the Monday night game, Seahawks at Washington football team. Who do you got here?
2: Yeah, this is another ugly one, man. (laughs) I don't know when Russell uh, Wilson's going to show up here, but um, I just think the Redskins, they're going to – the Seahawks defense, particularly their secondary, is just awful. I think that the Red—excuse me—the Washington Football Team will be able to exploit that, <laughs> do enough. I know I want to always call them the Redskins. It's like the fourth time I've done it, but yeah, the Washington Football Team—they got a plenty of injuries too, especially on the defensive end. But I just think that they'll have enough uh, to win. And Seattle is not that impressive, unless Russell Wilson decides to show up, and that would be cool. I'd be down with that. Uh, I love watching that guy play, but uh, I just he hasn't looked good since he's been back.
3: I agree, uh, but I am taking Seattle. I just okay. I'm with you though. If if Russell Wilson's on, no one's beating him. The guy is a freak, unbelievably good. Uh, so yeah, if he's back, then if he's back to his old ways, they're gonna just crush Washington. So great picks as usual. Very excited. <laughs> let's go to uh, let's go to the weekend roundup. We can get everyone That's back. Roll. Let's go. Hell yeah.
0: guys
1: i muted myself prematurely welcome to the weekend roundup uh i don't have it in my doc so i'm going to read it right off the screen here uh friday november 26th we have the blazer low sakai cause dropping also the adidas yeezy 500 utility black dropping again The Jordan 11 Retro Animal Instinct Women's drop is also dropping. The Nike Dunk Low NBA 75th Anniversary Spurs GS drop in the U.S. will also be happening. The Jordan 1 Mid SE Dark Chocolate U.S. drop is also happening. Plus, again, November 26th, we have the Palace Winter 21 Week 7 drop. Saturday, November 27th, we have the Adidas Yeezy Boost 700 Fade Azure which is a hot little piece. We also have the Nike Dunk Low University Gold Women's Drop, and again, we have the Nike Dunk High University Gold Women's Drop also, and nothing on Sunday. So, thank you, Train, for popping in the uh, weekend roundup. I know I texted you panicking because uh, I didn't see it in the doc, but Hey, 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 man, SPP's got it covered, and I got on it like a motherfucker by the skin of our teeth.
2: You took that uh, curveball. I thought I
3: missed a huge part of my beard shaving, but it was just my long-ass soul patch. Okay, I was tripping so fucking hard. Your mustache has been looking good lately. Oh, I'm Thank never you. cutting it again. I want to be said that it gross. Sure. I wish I still smoked cigarettes so I could just get it super yellow and just smell like a fart. Just okay. get a bug uh, hanging okay.
4: all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah the whole gross. time you
3: have food in it and shit. Hell yeah. Uh,
1: for what it's worth, again, I'm almost out of beauty school. I got a straight razor. I need to practice lining you up. I've been oh. practicing on my own neck.
3: So, Go, are you going up?
1: Yes. Well, what, I've are got. Are you a psycho? certain certain parts you go up, the cheeks you go down, certain okay. parts here you go down. You don't want to go up the
3: whole way but like little line things. Yeah. But Quick funny story. Right. I bought Anyways. a straight razor too. I bought it on Amazon. Oh. Did it and I was like, boom, I cut my entire face. Like I had <laughs> no. fucking cuts everywhere.
0: It has my wife to be was totally
3: fucking- sideways. Oh, I was Fucking, I was just like, I, hmm, this seems right. Blood, like all down my You face. know what's like, funny. Holy <laughs> shit.
1: I feel like, like <laughs> us, she knows on. you. and you got what you
3: fucking deserve oh i totally did it was probably like a rusty (laughs) ass razor too i got it on amazon for like a nickel yeah they make it look so tight in the
2: movies when they do it yeah
3: Yeah. Yeah. using like an actual knife i'm like that was a 1600s ball bag blade
1: for sure (laughs) Oh shit. are we gonna (laughs) do
3: recommendations please
1: yeah i was gonna jump in recommendations i'll start with one and you can go next uh tiger king season two is out and i just wanted to touch base with you dudes i know we we talked about season one because you got a lot of joe exotic i'm just curious is joe getting out of prison or not because this this like half of the focus is on joe exotic but you have his narrative through the entire thing what do you guys feel also hashtag spoiler alert but fuck you if you haven't seen it joey oh yeah let's jump to you
2: i'm just getting Sorry. wind oh, of okay. it i remember you guys were talking about it in our um, instagram chat um i remember when they came out with that pseudo second one last year if you will i don't Joey. know we might check it out but i feel I will like say it's this. lost its steam there's so many other shit i need to watch too our watch sure. is this thick what do you got
1: well the gusto is gone because season one was all the meat and potatoes but our Definitely. boy eric cowie rest in <laughs> is peace he back? Oh, he's no, back okay? oh but they dedicated oh. season two to him because he passed oh.
0: Oh, Aww. poor bastard. Well, Hashtag wasn't that the guy in like a, a, a sturdy
3: motel with a huge cup of wine. Getting one just of the interview? fucking trashed. <laughs> <Dying>. <laughs> Jesus. Dude, Cowie is can a can legend. I, can Go I ahead, jump in here real please. quick? Please. So uh, I'm going to tell everyone right now <laughs> if you didn't like Tiger King, the first one, you have no personality. You're not even a fucking human being. It was the greatest goddamn documentary I have. Just when you thought it couldn't get weirder or worse, it did. Huge turn. <laughs> when the chick gets her hand bitten off by the gator and his first reaction is to go run in and put on his paramedic outfit that is legendary (laughs) shit that is goaded shit (laughs) Uh, is a guy is just like another level whack-a-mole dude he's such a weirdo it's crazy never mind the dude
1: two parts here when his second well probably third or fourth husband accidentally uh, shoots himself in the head basically on camera with the other guy watching him or when he's at the fucking kid's funeral and he's
3: like he's rub
1: his balls on my I,
3: face yeah, i was like what the fuck he's a total barnyard animal, <laughs> animal. and i feel like the second one is kind of like a forced content thing they did that with yeah, making I a murderer too. it's a follow-up we watched like five minutes it was just like i, I don't care anymore mm-hmm. like it was just too good and I've heard people that watch it that said it was great. But I just, I'm just, I'm done. The moment's
2: like, passed. It's yeah, a follow-up it, yeah, on over. the
3: tying up stories. Like, Carol Baskin,
1: it's got a lot of this. Don Lewis, her. yada, yada, yada. She's a so f- you've yeah. already
2: watched it in its entirety, all of it.
1: Yeah. It's, okay. what, You're three episodes? Four episodes? It's oh, really God, not yeah. that long. But, I mean, okay. they're about, I don't know, an hour or so long. Like, well, 45 to an hour. extra but...
2: days off, maybe. We'll see. And I, I heard you know, Tiger
3: King in jail is looking prime dude he looks like
1: lloyd christmas you pumpkin pie haircutted freak for sure a hundred percent the entire time uh chili have you watched it
4: no and i don't feel any need to catch up (laughs) (laughs) it got got so fucking oversold it got like oh Oh, it was so good though A a month into it maybe but you know much like squid game i caught it right when it dropped before all the fucking hype, and I was like, oh, this is a blast. Tiger King. Just, people would not shut the fuck up about it for like a month straight. Hold on. And, so worth and it. it was just, no, uh, no, thanks. I'm good. I tried an episode Hold or two. Hold on. Did you not
1: enjoy Squid Game?
4: No, I did, but I'm no, saying it did it. Okay. It, didn't, it didn't get overhyped. It's my I was going to say, I watched, way, I watched it way,
1: I watched it way after the hype. Like, I just watched that probably two weeks ago in like two, three days, me and Kelsey finished that shit. Dude, that Squid Game was rad as fuck. That yeah, show was on. fucking all amazing.
4: We are we're, okay. We agree. Cool. Yeah, stop all yelling. Right. I know. Okay.
1: Yeah. Well, kiss my fucking pecker and thank me for <laughs>
2: fucking Thanksgiving. Getting all worked up. That's right, man. All right. Hope you guys are all enjoying your Thanksgiving.
1: Dude, for real. Seriously. And
3: bless every single one of your hearts except for Train. What do you got for recommendations? You were all piped up. What's up? Calvin Klein Boxer Briefs, uh, total comfort, Amazon, five pack, $35.70. A must. So that's okay. that's my recommendation. Sure, sure. Boxers, boxer briefs, boxer briefs, of boxer course. briefs. Get, the, get a little bit of protection, but you're not wearing like a speedo around because that shit's weird. Who's wearing whitey tidies? Who the no. fuck? I thought you were you wearing See, see it, well, you, you know, don't want the, the whitey
1: tidy feel, but you want the boxer look.
3: Yeah, right? you need to have that length. I mean, uh-huh. don't be walking around because if you're wearing the, the just the straight up briefs, mm-hmm. that's when it, everything starts getting tucked in and like dongers getting smashed around. It's riding up your ass. It's just fucking weird. Boxer briefs, right on the money, Calvin Klein, perfection. Okay. All right. Good recommendations. Uh, Joey,
1: any recommendations? Oh, Chili, you got a finger up. What do you got? I got two, actually.
4: All right. Oh. Get get your tickets. Uh, I have one at the end of this, so let's go. The 29th, Spider-Man tickets go on sale. Put it in your calendar. Don't forget. They're going to go fast. And number two, we did cereals last week. I went and I was in the spice aisle this week, and look what I found. Found some cinnamon toast crunch powder. Get the fuck out of here.
2: Awesome, nice.
4: Beautiful, dude. Oh um, my god. I all this whole week I've been making cinnamon toast crunch toast. Butter and the little toast. Yes! Little, dude, unbelievable. <laughs> nice play. Wow.
2: Nice recommendation. Power move. Nice. Okay. Love it. Damn. Damn. Yeah. Okay. That's nice. Joey. All right. Joey, Joey what ahead. do we got? Uh, Nothing in particular. I'll just throw this out there. If you're not watching the show, HBO Succession, I highly recommend it. It's in the middle of the third season. It's awesome. So uh, that's a show to check out if you're not already watching it.
1: All right. Well, fair recommendation and joey can i just recommend some sleep my friend you look absolutely fucking tore up and that's not a joke it's not a slight you're muted but i i nah, dude i'm just did, saying I'm you tired. have been grinding you. you have been grinding your fucking balls off have a happy thanksgiving tomorrow be safe be fucking comfortable and seriously dude take a load off you fucking deserve it uh last recommendation stay hydrated uh this is just a shill out for Liquid Death. If you're uh not already watching the show, no, get the fuck ads. with it. Uh they're going to be on here and they're going to be a fucking paid ad because they're fucking Hell rad yeah. and their bubbly water is like lightly bubbly, so it's the fucking best. Uh That being said, this is the end of episode 9. Go on Instagram, at sneakerpeakpod. Please give us a follow. We are rebuilding from Instagram, deleting our original account because they're a bunch of fucking bitches. Uh, Go on TikTok, at sneakerpeakpodcast. And get in the fucking Discord, guys. We are by the people, for the people. Tune in, burn out with the Trash Talk Boys. That's what we're all about. And, dude, can I just say... Happy fucking Thanksgiving to each and every one of you guys listening, watching, all of that shit. Bless each and every one of your buttholes. We appreciate you guys. Any closing statements, gentlemen? Happy Thanksgiving, man. Yeah, gobble, yeah, gobble. I
3: love you guys. Hell yeah. Eat turkey. like Just yeah. like our boy E-Web said, get fat as fuck. That's what I'm talking about. We oh, Just real quick, we have something on the horizon that we're going to be doing I'm not going to say anything else that is going to blow your fucking peckers and boobs and whatever, everything that you have oh. under clothing, or maybe you're naked watching this really weird, Ooh. but, uh, yeah, we have something coming up that we're going to, we're going to do something wild. So it's going to be fucking amazing. So just stay with us, man. Keep rolling. Oh, I oh, just call them boys.
4: Of course. Yeah. Keep so, you rolling. Hello. Yeah. It took me yeah. a second. I was like, Oh, we do yeah. talk
1: to each
3: other.
4: Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right.
3: (laughs) Love you guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, Tom Bowman, the fucking man, thank you so much. More than welcome anytime to come on the show, talk about what you're releasing or what, just whatever. Anything. Yeah, fucking A. (sighs) Fuck yeah.
1: Happy Thanksgiving, guys. We'll see you guys next week. Be safe.